Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino online. I was only playing for fun, so winning was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's favorite free online social casino. You too could have the chance to win life-changing cash prizes. Absolutely anybody could be like Mary. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumboCasino.com and play for free now. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice of the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of the winner. The Nerdgasm Talk podcast is brought to you by Spaces Philly. If you love podcasts, go to SpacesPhilly.com where you can check out Lulu and Pop, Both Sides, Turntables, Jump Thought Super Tongue, and the Nerd Coalition's very own No Gimmicks Needed. Visit SpacesPhilly.com today. And now, feel the Nerdgasm. And welcome back to the Nerd Gas on Talk Podcast. I am your host, Swag on Zero. Welcome to the Pop Culture Pow Wow. We have a full panel for you today for a lot of topics that we are going to be discussing. First, the man with the plan, if you need him, Yashazam, Mr. A&E. What's going on, everybody? Glad to have you back, Swag. Thank you, thank you. And we have the man, the myth, the reality, as Mr. A&E like to say it, Q-Flow, Flow the Rookie. What's going on, everybody? We are here. And then we have the director. How's it going? Okay, I was like, dang, he went to sleep already? Like, <laughs> like, that was quick. <laughs> Man, I'm up here drinking Crystal Light with caffeine in it, baby. I'm here. Let's do it. <laughs> <laughs> we have a lot to talk about because nobody wanted to stay still this weekend. Um, so we're going to be talking about all the Disney investors meeting uh, information. We're going to be talking about the video game awards, some of the drama that Nintendo is causing. But before that, we have to pay some bills. Make sure you go to Nerd Coalition Studios and Nerd Coalition Level Up. Make sure you subscribe to the channel and like the content on there. You can get all of the stuff that we talk about, such as wrestling and um, fat reactions as well. If you want to if you want to see more gaming, go to Nerd Coalition Level Up. That's where you can check us out. And if you feel like it's getting cold outside, I know you guys need a hoodie, but that's okay. We got you covered. You go to Teespring. We have all the content for you. If you're listening to this, it's most likely to be in the comment section below. So get yourself a Nerd Coalition hoodie and let us know how you feel on that by going to the Nerd Coalition um Social media pages, which is at NC Place Two B on both Twitter and Facebook. I'm gosh, Twitter and Instagram. Um, I don't think I'm missing anything, am I? Are you All asking right. me? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> okay, I guess not. Oh, no. So I think, you, I, think you, I think you nailed everything. You right. nailed everything. I was trying to keep it as concise as possible because I want to. Keep the director as long as we can. We're uh, let's talk about all this Disney stuff now. Disney had an Avengers. Uh, oh gosh, Hold on. Disney had an investor hey. meeting. You're welcome for last week. Let's put it that way. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, Disney had an investor meeting, and they just decided, hey, let's just turn the world upside down real quick because we we. We have so many announcements going on today. So I'm just going to go by the announcements. We're going to talk about each one of them. Uh, a lot of the Marvel stuff we're going to have to talk about. Um, I heard Marvel gave y'all more than a check. Yeah. Marvel had no PS5 in, his, in that mailbox. Man. We got, say, one for y'all got a Marvel, a Marvel bag. Mm-hmm. 
So, so if you guys aren't subscribed to Disney Plus, make sure you subscribe to Disney Plus because you're going to be missing out on some of next year's hottest content. Uh, I'm going to start with some of the Disney stuff. We have the Beauty and the Beast working title. That will star Luke Evans and Josh Gad. Um, and we'll have a music composer by a Disney legend, Alan McKen. Then we have the Swiss Family, uh, the Swiss family Robinson. That will be by, uh, with Ron Moore and John M. Chu. In addition, Percy Jackson and the Olympians, which is off the best book, uh, off the best-selling book series. Now, I'm not sure if Percy Jackson and the Olympians will be a sequel to what we already have or a complete reboot. No, nah, it wouldn't be a sequel because we already had a sequel and that was terrible. Okay. I think this is a. T- I, honestly, I think it's a TV show. Okay. I don't think it's a movie at all. Gotcha. Yes, it is a uh, show. It is a series for uh, Disney Plus. Yeah. So God, that, I was that just that sure second was terrible. I didn't see the second. I remember you were telling me it, the second. It, it, it was terrible. Mm, that's a shame. After that, we have the Mighty Ducks Game Changers, which picks up where the last film left off. Returns uh, <laughs> Emilia Estevez. And he returns as uh, Gordon ba- Bombay. Uh, and Lauren Graham joins the flock. Turner and Hooch, which is a buddy comedy starring Josh Peck. Turner and Hooch? Turner and Hooch. That is the title. <laughs> Turner and yeah. Hooch. Is the yeah. And that is the buddy comedy starring uh, Josh Peck and his partner, a sweet, slobbery masochist. Big shot. Mastiff. Okay, my bad. Mastiff. We have Big Shot, a celebration of girl power set in the world of high school basketball starring John Stamos, Yvette Nicole Brown, and Jaslyn Gilsig. Now, I'm familiar with Yvette Nicole Brown and John Stamos. I haven't seen him in a while since. Actually, no. We've seen him in um, Fuller House, I think it was. Yep. Yep. Then we have The Mysterious Benedict Society, based on the international best-selling book series with Tony Hale and Kristen Sculch. I'm going to butcher these names, so I'm sorry in advance. I'm sorry in advance. That's all I'm going to say. Then on the FX side, we have It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia returning for their 13th or, I'm sorry, 18th i believe season and they are seriously they, yes Damn. this is the longest uh the longest live action series no uh ongoing live action series and they ordered four more additional se- uh seasons for this show hey wow so it's gonna be on disney plus oh wow uh, it's gonna be on fx but that's not so only, the- that's not only that's gonna be on fx this they're doing a uh sci-fi series on alien which I was actually shocked about. I I didn't expect them to do this because I know the movies were doing fairly bad. But, you know. Now on to Lucasfilms. Lucasfilms, they, you know, they've just been throwing everything out there. Y'all know how I feel oh, about that's Star bomb. Wars. That's a bomb. Y'all know how I feel about Star Wars. Right now, I'm just confused on where everything is going to go. First, we have Obi-Wan Kenobi. It will start Evan McGregor. And also, Hayden Christensen will be coming as Darth Vader. First of all, Hayden Christensen is not that good of an actor. So, as long as he's just, you know, as someone has to do his voice. Well, wasn't that your favorite Star Wars? No, my favorite Star Wars is Rogue One. Oh, I thought it was episode three. My bad. No. no wait, no, no, no. I like no, no, I like, no. I like Revenge of the Sith. Oh, okay. Yeah. Revenge of, Revenge of the Sith is the best out of the tri- out of the uh, prequel trilogy. Is, I'll it's, call it my de facto favorite just because I didn't see the other one. 
A lot of people, like, a lot of uh, people our age, uh, me and Florida Ricky's age, says uh, Revenge of the Sith is the best one. Probably because it's the most action-packed out of all of them. That was awesome. Gotcha. Um, now, people are trying to hype this up, saying the um, this will be a battle that we've been waiting for. I'm like, really? Because we've gotten it many times. So, assuming that um, Obi-Wan Kenobi and Darth Vader are going to fight in this series. Then, um, we have two series set off from The Mandalorian, which is Rangers of the New uh, Republic and Ahsoka. Now, from what I understand, I did see something. I'm not sure if it's 100% true because I didn't see it in any other source. But they said the Rangers of the New Republic and Ahsoka uh, series are going to be alongside Mandalorian. And by the end of it, they're all going to come together. Kind of like how Defenders are. That's fine. I'm very excited about that. Ahsoka is one of the best characters in Star Wars. And she had one cam. She had one episode and got a spinoff. That's fire. Yeah, Ahsoka, Ahsoka is a highly popular character. They almost she kind of had the forefront in the last season of Clone Wars. So and then she had her. Time yeah, I heard. I heard they did her story really well. Like as far as like character growth and maturity. Oh yeah, and, that's you know, making yeah. her mature and whatnot. Yeah. Yeah, she was the main reason I watched the uh, other series. What was it? Rebels? Rebels. That, that series was disgusting. Then we have newer titles such as Andor, which is uh, take place of uh, one of the characters in Rogue One. They would be doing a spinoff of him. And uh, before the whole Rogue One era, it would be his spy days. We have Star Wars The Bad Batch, which is a sequel to Clone Wars, which will um, pretty much cover Rex and his team going on missions and stuff like that. Star Wars Visions, which is, I believe that's an anime, like an anime style type of Star Wars uh, series. Oh, that's going to be fire. Um, Lando, which is about time you get some Lando stuff. The Acolyte, I believe the Acolyte has something to do with Sith. I am not. I about to say, yeah, I think that's the one we're supposed to, it's rumored that we're getting um, Darth Plagueis. Okay. I, was, um, I wasn't one mentor. Yeah, yeah, uh, which was uh, Sidious. Papatine. Yeah, yeah Papatine, Papatine. Um, Papatine's our mentor. And then we have a droid story, which is going to be... Wait, no, I knew that, did you? Actually, I didn't. You, you kind of shot me. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to lie. <laughs> uh, and then we have a droid story, which is supposed to be a show between R2-D2 and uh, C-3PO, which is like, okay, now you're running it to the ground. That sounds like, that sounds like a comedy. Right, right. Now, run, you ain't lied on that one. Man, it's just, are, are we going to see it's R2 roasting C-3PO the whole series? Now, I know they mentioned something about Clone Wars, I'm oh, sorry, um, Star Wars, uh, The Old Republic, The Old Republic, a while back. And I see there's, it's not, it hasn't been announced here. So I'm not sure where that's going to fit in, if they're actually working on it or if it's been scrapped. Or if the Acolyte is going to be in that era of the Old Republic. I hope so, because that is a Star's era that barely gets touched, but is completely interesting. And then we have Patty Jenkins, the uh, director of Wonder Woman, will be directing Rogue Squadron. Not too much information I've seen about this, unfortunately. Um, We'll get on them later. (laughs) What was that? I said, we'll get on Patty Jenkins later. Yeah. Go ahead. Now I do have a feeling that um this is will lead off from what's called Star Wars Battlefront 2. We had a main character in there and then she went from uh 
the um, Republic to no wait I'm sorry the I am so confused on the sides she went from pretty much the dark to the good side so I have a feeling God. she's going to take place in this she's going to have a big part in the series I'm not 100% sure but hopefully we can find out now Lucasfilms the studio will also be revisiting Willow a new series in the Warwick Davis returning title role I never heard of Willow I'm not sure if you have, Mr. Any or director. Don't classic. I never heard of it. Yeah, you should definitely check it out. Yeah, I'm only familiar with the Willow that's from TNA. So no, I'm sorry. When when they were making Willow, that they actually thought it was going to be the next Star Wars. Oh wow! They thought it was going to be like this large Lord of the Ring type, you know, epic trilogy of films. And I mean, it only did one movie. It was it was. It was kind of a weird when they turned a bunch of people into pigs. Val Kilmer's in it. Oh, oh that's the point right there. <laughs> <laughs> this, was, this was when Val Kilmer was hot. He was fresh off of like Top Gun. He, he was. He was, oh, he was know, hot oh yeah, because you know, back in that mid nineties, Val Kilmer was hot. Then he put him in Batman suit. I said, uh. <laughs> we, we we've all we've all had better days. Yeah, <laughs> we should stay in the heat. But go ahead. And then we also have the next installment of Indiana Jones, which will be directed by James Mangold. I'm not familiar with who James Mangold is. I hope they don't get Harrison Ford. Like Harrison Harrison Ford, he's He's gonna die in one of these roles, man. Because like, like just given what he did in the Expendables, he just flew a helicopter and called it a day. I think Harrison Ford enjoys Indiana Jones more than Han Solo. From what I see, Indiana Jones, I mean, gosh, uh, Harrison Ford hates everything. I never see him say, like, yeah, I like this. <laughs> yeah, I, I would I would definitely agree, because his, his contract for coming back as Han Solo is that he would get killed. But um, James Manigo directed Logan and the Wolverine and uh, Ford versus Ferrari, Walk the Line, and 310 to Yuma. So we're definitely going to get a quality film there. Oh, he, that's yeah. a resume. That is that is quite that's the resume. Nice little, yeah. That's a but I mean, it, it has to be better than um, Indiana Jones and the Crystal Skulls. Okay, it will be because there, there there will be no Shia LaBeouf, right? Yo, Shia LaBeouf is a Shia good. Actor. about to go to jail. <laughs> yeah, he's he been doing too much. He's been doing a lot over the years. So I'm like, oh, I didn't even hear about any of this. Yeah, this was kept on the wraps. And then uh, the last Star Wars feature film, uh, he's going to be writing and directing Taka Waititi, which is Children of the Blood and Bone. I'm not sure what this is on, but it's apparently on the best-selling Star Wars novel. I do not have information about this, unfortunately. So, yeah. Now, on the Disney side, Hocus Pocus 2, a spooky sequel to the 1993 Halloween classic, the reboot of Three Men and a Baby with Zac Efron, Cheaper by the Dozen with Gabrielle Union, and a new sister act starring legend Whoopi Goldberg, and she is on board to produce this with Tyler Perry. Oh, shit. That's that's where I I was like, oh, sweet. And then I saw Tyler Perry, I'm like, oh. I don't, I don't think Top Hair going to direct it, though. I would say as long yeah, as he yeah, was that one line in his studio, it would be good. He's okay. like, Perry, like when you walk in a room and you're like, did somebody just fart? First of all, Cheap About a Dozen with Gabrielle Union? Yeah. Not sure Ugh. how that's going to go. So it's, 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 go it's obviously well. a reboot then, right? Yeah, it's a reboot. It's a reboot of uh, Three Men's and a Baby and uh, Cheap About a Dozen. 
Okay. I, I, I actually like the cheap, the, well, the first cheaper body doesn't. I didn't like the second one that much. The one with Gabrielle Union, that, that is strictly for black Twitter. Like, they're going to eat that up. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm down with it. I don't care. I like Gabrielle. Now, more on that, we have a Chippendale live action animated film. Uh, it's going to be called, well, it's going to be dubbed Rescue Rangers. And it's starring John Mulaney and Andy Samberg. I'm actually excited for this because I love That's going to be good. They're, they're both hilarious to me, especially Andy Samberg recently. So I'm I'm pretty excited about this. Pinocchio with your boy, Tom Hanks. Hot directed by Robert Zemex. Zemeckis. Zemeckis. Okay. Thank you. We have Peter Pan and Wendy starring Jude Law as Captain Hook. Ooh. Yeah. Ooh, like okay. <laughs> yeah. Okay. And out of the four, out of the four and I'm uh, with the last one I'm about to mention, uh, Disenchanted. This is the one I'm most excited about. It's a sequel to the hit film Enchanted with Amy Adams returning as Giselle. I really liked Enchanted. That was a well done film in my opinion. So that's the one where she was uh she was a princess in modern day or something. Yeah, she was uh, a princess and she, and she came she to the like real Kurt, world. Right? She, had to, she had to do. Oh no, I'm thinking the wrong movie. Never mind. Yeah, Enchanted was really good. Is that on this? I'm gonna check it out. Um, then we have uh, Greek Freak. It's about an NBA star. Um, okay, I'm. I'm about Giannis. 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 Uh, uh, I, I, you told Giannis. I, I, yeah. I'm it not, starts, I'm not does it start with a G? I, yeah. It starts with a yeah, G. Yeah, Giannis. Yeah, Giannis. I do the Kimpo. Yes. I, okay, so you got a movie coming out. Uh, yes, called Geek Freak. It's about him as well as Project I mean, his brother. Um, Keon Lowe and Chris Paul. Okay. So I'm I assuming mean, this is I like thought... a it's a bi- biography film. From what I see. Oh, okay. okay. Um, also going to be doing new animated takes on 20th Century Titles, uh, Diary of a Wimpy Kid, Ice Age Adventures of the Book Wild, uh, starring Simon Pegg, and Night at the Museum. Uh, Night at the Museum was really good movies. I, I really enjoyed those series. Uh, My man, but we ain't got Robert Williams no more, though. Yeah. I, oh. Yeah, I just forgot all about that. Don't put in uh, Will Smith or Kevin Hart. It'll be fine. Don't put mm. Kevin Hart. <laughs> There's only so much yelling I could take in a movie. <sighs> and then we also have feature films uh, Jungle Cruise, which, you know, starts to rock, Cruella, the prequel to The Lion King, and The Little Mermaid. First of all, for some reason, I know I'm probably in the minority with this, uh, the, the, the minority with this, but I'm excited. I want to see Jungle Cruise. Him I, and um, I I Lisa Bates look hilarious in that movie. I need to see the trailer again. I'm about to say, I, I have a trailer every act to you. I actually can check it out. Mm-hmm. But uh, I was like, I don't know. For some reason, they had me dying. And I was like, that was so good. I, I would love to go take the kids to go see that. I, I Over time, I'm starting to enjoy anything. The Where are you taking them? Movie theaters is closing, ain't they? Well, I mean, take them to the living room. <laughs> I mean, well, I was, wait, so are they gonna put Jungle Cruise on Disney Plus? Yes. Oh, okay. Yeah. A lot of this, I, I remember Jungle Cruise was when it was announced. It was a Disney Plus film. Oh, okay. I thought it was a, okay. Cool. Well, I can't wait to see it. Now, uh, Corella, I'm not sure, but I did hear talks of Emma Stone playing Corella. I'm not sure if that's still canon or not. Uh, which I'm is, pretty uh, sure that's going to be on Disney Plus. Yeah, that's going to be on Disney Plus. A prequel yeah. to The Lion King. Um, 
I'm not sure Lion. if that's you know the live action Lion King or this is Mufasa upcoming or what's going on. And then we had the Little Mermaid, uh, sorry, uh, Haley Bailey, Hallie mm-hmm. Bailey. Yes. Yeah, Hallie Beyonce Bailey. Bailey. Yes. Yeah. And then we have uh, we had to reveal that Raya and the Last Dragon, the uh, trailer came out not too long ago, that will debut simultaneously on Disney Plus Premier Access as well as the theaters in March 2021. Uh, that will be priced at $29.99. Now, this is a film I would personally pay the twenty nine ninety nine for instead of Mulan. Mm. Yeah, I was watching that the other day. Mm. I'll keep it at that. <laughs> no review needed. <laughs> no, no, no. I, I, plan on, I plan on giving him my review, but I, I plan on getting the Chris. I did the Christian stuff is more important. Gotcha, gotcha. <laughs> now, they're also going to be producing some animated series with new titles such as Zootopia Plus, which I'm excited about. I love Zootopia. Mm-hmm. I love the world of that. And I, I want them to flesh it out a lot more. Tiana, which is a uh, film based on the Princess and the Frog. Uh, Hot damn. That, that sounds great right there. That's Black Magic. I can't, I can't wait to see, you know, I can't wait to see black women write and direct that show. You can't wait to see a frog for a whole season. <laughs> I hope she's not a frog for a whole season. I'm about to say, yeah, show us the show us the black girl magic in yes, there. Yes, yes, nothing but black women <laughs> writing that show and directing that show, right, Disney? Huh? I hope they do yeah, it right. Yeah. That is one of my, that is my least favorite Disney like setup. I, I, just, I that movie made me that. so angry. I agree with you. On I that. didn't I realize. I used to like it until somebody until like the internet pointed out like why was she a frog. Half like majority of the movie, I'm like, holy shit, y'all right? Yeah, um, I was just happy to see black folk on screen. I didn't even realize it. <laughs> yeah, right, it was like, and then they're green the whole movie. <laughs> uh, we have Moana the series, and then Baymax, uh, which is going to be a sequel to um, Big Hero Six. And it's about time. Mm-hmm. It's about time they do something with that. Now, on Yo, the Big Hero Six was a pretty good. Hold movie. on, because they announced. They announced. Um, they were. They're still doing announcements, by the way, with Disney. Um, they announced. A, I think it's a movie called Encant- Encanto, and it's yeah, that, about a. That was actually next. Oh really? Oh, okay. Yeah. All right. I just. I literally just saw it. I'm like, oh. Uh, okay. Encanto, which includes new songs by Emmy, Grammy, and Tony Award, Lin Manuel Miranda. I'm not too familiar with them. If I hear a song by them, I'll probably know. It's slated for theaters on November 2021. It'll take you to Columbia, where a magical family lives in a magical home. Directed by Brian uh, Byron Howard and Jared Bush. So, um, yeah. Then Lake Manuel and is um, Hamilton. Thank you. I'm oh, okay. Like, I'm about to say, like I heard my wife's footsteps coming. I said, oh, <laughs> also, um, the um. What is it? Southside? Something Heights? In the Heights. In the Heights, yeah. He's, he, he, makes, he, makes, he makes good music. Yes, he does. He, he makes good music. I don't, I, don't, I don't really believe in his, uh, in, in, in his, in his, in his rapping forefathers, but that was a, that was a damn good <laughs> Wow. Then on the Pixar side, we have a movie called Turning Red, where fans will meet May. She experienced the awkwardness of a teenager. Added with a twist. When she gets too excited, she transforms into a giant red panda. 
Uh, and that will be coming to theaters March 11th, 2022. And then we have Lightyear. Uh, which will be the origin story of the hero that inspired the toy Buzz Lightyear, and Chris Evans will be the voice of that hero, and he'll be on the what journey a to become fit, a space like. ranger. Now, I never said this in my life because I thought it would be like insane, and I thought people would make fun of me for this. But I've always wanted like a serious Buzz Lightyear movie for some reason. And I was like, yo, I think it will be made well done if they just take like an action movie route of Buzz Lightyear. But I was like, you know, people are probably going to think I'm crazy. And then all of a sudden, Disney's like, no, you're not. We're going to do it. Oh, uh, like, okay. Disney saved the day for you. I know, yeah. They, they, you know? <laughs> In addition to that, they're going to be including Inside Pixar, Pixar Popcorn, Doug Day's Cars, as well as the upcoming feature film Soul. And the short borrow. Now, Doug Days is going to be a up spinoff, which features, I believe, Doug is a dog, right? Dude, yeah, you... Doug is the dog. Uh, he discovers the dangers of suburbia, uh, like puppies, fireworks, and squirrels. And that will debut uh, fall twenty twenty one. Now, I'm assuming that's going to be the anime shorts, like uh, Forky, the Forky shorts. Yeah, uh, which honestly, those are pretty funny. And then Marvel. <laughs> Marvel, okay. Marvel, Marvel. So, um, I actually wrote. Hold on. Y- y'all hear that in the background? Sounds like a vault opening. <laughs> this is a bag. This is a bag. Because <laughs> they, they're just spending nothing but money. So, we got announcements of Secret Invasion starring Samuel L. Jackson. Ironheart with Dominique Throne as the genius inventor in Armor Worlds starring Don Chino as uh, James Rhodes, a.k.a. War Machine, who faces Tony Stark's worst fears. Okay, I'm going to start with these. Justin, they said Justin Hammer's coming back. I, I, I feel like they should bring Justin Hammer back because that, I actually liked his character in Iron Man 2. I didn't like mm-hmm. him as a villain, but I thought his character was pretty cool. Um, Secret Invasion, I'm assuming that has to do with, uh, like, the sword and everything. Pretty much the secret end credits that we had in Spider-Man Far From Home. Wait, the the, the sword or the, or the scrolls? Oh, uh, the sword. No, the sword, the company. Yeah. The... Oh, the sword. gotcha, gotcha, okay. <laughs> they don't have the scrolls in it, too. They were a large yeah, part of yeah, the Yeah, yeah, they were very yeah. important um, in that role. And then Ironheart, which I'm actually surprised that... Gosh, surprised that we're going to get this soon. Um, now, Dominique Throne, let me look her up real quick because I'm not sh- too familiar with her work. I don't she's she's a, a lot of acting credits. I oh, think she's, she's, a, she's a fresh face? She's a, she's a fresh face, okay. yeah. yeah. I mean, I think it's quite obvious that they're building up for um, the Young Avengers. Oh, yeah, yeah. Like everyone can see that writing on the wall right there. Without a doubt. But basically, they're, they're, they're like, all right, we gave you, you know, 20 to 30-somethings, your Avengers. He now we need to get these youngins and, and lock them in for the next 15 to 20 years. Mm-hmm. She was mm-hmm. in uh, If Bill Street Could Talk, and she's in the uh, Fred Hampton movie, Judas and the Black Messiah. Oh, so she she could probably act. She got two, act. yeah, I was about to say, she got two paymakers on her, yeah. her resume, low-key. And then... Um... Armor World, uh, Armor Wars, starring Don Chino, uh, Cheadle. I'm not sure what this is going to face, but I'm actually glad Rhodey's getting more attention because I was getting tired of people saying, who's going to be the next Iron Man? And I'm like, his best friend also has a yeah. suit, guys. Are we just ignoring this? I'm having no chance getting the series. 
Yes. I might Wolverine's Wolverine too. Yeah. But, I don't know. I think that's kind of. I like Don Cheadle as an actor, but I am not. I am not. I I don't. I've never thought War Machine could carry anything. Like he's. I don't think he's like a very good leading man. Like in all of his stories that I've read, unless they do something drastically different, I I kind of think they should have wrote um, Iron Wars into the Iron Heart situation. Like I think that probably would have made more sense. I I can. If you're part, I can see where you're, if you're part of the one percent of War Machine fans like me. We're welcome, I guess. I don't know. I, I can see where you're going with that. I, I, it would be nice for Don Cheadle to be in Ironheart. I love you some Don Cheadle. I just don't know. Like I, my, Right now, Marvel has a bunch of like black superheroes that are just kind of very like... Uh, yeah. I mean, kinda, the strongest one. Kind of very left-leaning. I don't know. They're kind of like kind of step-a-fetchy a little bit. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like... And I and I think they kind of like that's going to become a problem for them if they don't. You mean like Falcon? I say like Falcon and War Machine. They're both government dudes that are like you know they're like they're they're like your uncle who's like the, the, who wears his badge and gun to the dinner table. It's like come on man, just relax. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like those are the type of like. So I'm just curious like where this is going to where this is going to go. So I'm excited to see Riri, and I, you know. I, I love Don Cheadle. I just they like I think between DC and Marvel they both need like fresh new black people. I think that's why everyone loves Miles so much because he's like he got waves and wears Tim's like he's like a regular black dude. Yeah, you yeah, know, man. Also exaggerated black, exaggerated <laughs> swagger of a black <laughs> team. <laughs> now also with Riri, I tried reading some of her um, graphic novels and she's not as compelling of a character versus Miles Morales. Like Miles has, he's a better legacy character versus Riri. I think we, I don't know. I would give her some but, time. Because I, I, was about say, she, I feel like she needs to look, I think she needs time to like marinate. Like how, yeah. how long has she been like, like wasn't she just created? Well, I, I mean, around for a couple years. Yeah. I think about That's what I was about to say. That's what I was about to say though. Miles Morales, he's been out for like a minute, hasn't he? Yeah, yeah. But it was like, I remember hearing. Out. I remember hearing about him when he, when I was younger. Like, yeah, but so I know he. They, he... Oh, sorry, oh, I'm sorry. No, you no I was saying. Um, I was saying like like I remember hearing about Miles when I was like way younger. So they got time to like develop and flesh out his story, fix whatever corrections they need to make. Riri, she just got here. Like, she gonna need. She gonna need some time. Well, well, you know, well, also when Riri just getting here, when Riri came out, it was instant negativity, unfortunately. That too. Because, first of all, you know what I'm saying, black women, you know, people are intimidated by that. And on top of that, they automatically thought that she's taking Iron Man's spot. Remember, Miles is not taking Peter's spot. He's just another Spider-Man. Another Spider-Man. And they thought Riri was taking, like, Tony Stark's actual spot opposed to and then a, it, a lot of people turned on her before they even got the chance like before Marvel even got a chance to sell us on her so I think now what? since Tony Stark is dead now it'll be a good time like okay we're gonna make this series they, they, they're gonna make it interesting right. uh because it's Disney they're gonna make it interesting but now you don't have the flag behind it saying that she's taking Tony Stark's spot because she is just you know she could be a, you know a fangirl of Tony Stark and wants to take, you know, take on the mantle of doing it that way. So I'm all for about, but when when she came out, she didn't get the same love as Miles did uh, when it comes to the legacy characters and people shit on her really as, as the first issue came out. 
Truth be told, everyone hated Miles when he first came out. Yeah, but it also because of the like they brutally killed Peter Parker, and then they like brought in like Miles didn't get shine for a long time. Like they just no one really no one really liked them even as the Ultimate Spider Man. It, but, it, was, it but, took a, that's what it took I'm saying, a long like time. For that, like, it, yeah, it definitely took some time. I think we, we I, I think she can, I think she can definitely get her fan base. She, I, I think people expected her to be a hot ticket like Miss Marvel was, and yeah. I don't, I don't think it's that type of. Also, that I hate the name Ironheart. I love the suit. I hate that name I so much. I don't. I like it. The Ironheart. Yeah, I like it. It's. I don't think it's. I, I think know. Iron Woman. That's just too. Iron Woman hey, is an awful name. Yeah, Iron Woman is bad. <laughs> Iron Girl, like all those Iron names are bad. Like Iron Lad, like they're all just bad. Like Iron that and anything, just Iron stuck. Kid, just late. Like I don't know. I would have called Girl. her like, like I don't know, something, something else. Force. I don't know anything else. Like she doesn't have to have an Iron in her name. She's not like Tony Stark's kid. Right now, a lot, a lot of people were. Like I know they wanted Tony Stark's kid to take the mantle of Tony Stark, so I'm not. Sh- I never heard too much of the flack on this so far, but I'm pretty sure this is going to come. You know it's going to come. Yeah, they don't like black yeah. women. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I think whenever like because she came in, and I think that she was like, they said that she was smarter than Tony Stark, which I think is kind of like. Ooh, that's what made them even. Whatever they do, stuff like that, it always just makes people angry. Because it's like, how do you measure intelligence if they're not taking a test or something? You know what I mean? It's be like, yeah. I don't know. I just think statements like that are just like you're asking for the wrong type of attention. Right. And then it's like, it like five other like, people smarter than Tony Stark, though. Yeah. Like, he's definitely not the smartest. Like, if we really world. like if we really do the anal- if we really go yeah. through the analytics, he's like, what, number six out of the geniuses? If, if that, because they he said he's like a point IQ away from being part of the Illuminati. I think, well, he is part of the Illuminati. You know, yeah, but he it. was like a point away from being a part of them. Like, like he just he, made it. Like, yeah, right? Yeah, he like yeah. just made it. I mean, you know, like, like, in the, like, like in the like in the movie, it was like America Tony Stark. Right. Tony Stark's not an Avenger, but Iron Man is. Like, it was something like it was along that type of cusp. Like he's not like like people just they don't like seeing black women at the top. But I'm not trying to make this political. So let me let me, yeah. let me relax. I would I I definitely agree with you on that. But I just think when you when you say statements like. Like when it, when you cut, have a character come out of nowhere and it's just like, oh, this person's the new Iron Man, and they're also smarter than the old Tony Stark's, and it's just like, just calm down, you know. Like if you yeah. were just to introduce it a little bit better, and see. instead of just, it kind of feels like they hammered it in. You know what it feels like? It feels like that scene in Avengers when Spider-Man Squirrel Girl right. get this type of the Squirrel, squirrel girl, girl get this type of Squirrel Girl did she older. get this type of shit? Squirrel Girl's a mad yeah, older, a and also older. Squirrel Girl no, but like did she? She's like an original idea. Yeah, like, she's, she's an original idea. Just, she's not a legacy of another. Yeah, yeah like, but she came in beating Thanos with the glove. Like nobody got mad at that. Girl, girl, seriously. Like yeah. she's kind of just like she's kind of like a. She's a parody character. Yeah. Uh, very well, like uh, very very few new characters come in. Like whenever you have a if she if Iron if Riri would have came in, in Thanos, like what? If Riri would have came in as not Iron Man, I think it would have been better for her. Or a, a, a lot of times when you have these writers, and this is the problem when you have white writers write for black characters, what they want to do is they want to try to find a way to bring in the black and brown audiences. 
So when you go out there and you say, hey, she's smarter than Iron Man, they think, I'm not saying this is the way the reaction is supposed to be, they think that by telling us this, that's going to make us like them more. Be like, oh, well, she's finally smarter than this white guy. I'm like, honestly, we don't need all the panic. We don't need all that. If you let it naturally, if you let it naturally come up and let, because we are going to love the person because it's somebody like us on screen or on comic or whatever the case is anyway. And if you mm-hmm. just let like let it naturally build up opposed to trying to throw all this stuff at us, because honestly, even though we like it, that's what, that's what happened with Miles Morales. He said, well, look, he got this venom blast. He got camouflage. Peter don't got that. And it's just like, okay, yeah, he got the cooler powers, but I mean, like, you you automatically threw that in there because you, you wanted to help, you know, bring in a community. They'd be like, okay, well, what, what what can he do that Spider-Man can't do type thing? So, and once again, so I understand what, what the director is saying is when, when when you bring those kind of things on to our community, it's like you're pandering to us. And we don't need that necessarily. It's like when you come in, they want to make it a point to let you know that She's smarter than Tony Stark, or Shuri's the smartest person in Wakanda. Or it's like, hey, do you guys see this? This black woman is smarter than our white counterpart. Like, we don't need that mm-hmm. all the time. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's, look, am I happy about the representation? Absolutely. Mm-hmm. But you know what? Let her intelligence show, opposed yeah. to telling us. Because if she do something dumb, you supposed to be like, you, 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 they told us you was the smartest one. But if you let her intelligence speak, her actions speak for her intelligence, it sells it better. And plus, I think because she came out of nowhere, too, it was just, it was at that time when Marvel was just making blacker, like, colored versions of all their legacy characters, which I think is a lazy way to, to show diversity. Right. Like, just make better characters. And like, then, we don't have to have the black Iron Man or, you know, just, I mean, I love black Spider-Man, but still, like, you could have just had, you know, something else. Kind of like uh, an Icon. Huh? That's it. Kind of like Rocket and Icon in a way. Yeah, like they are. Like he's he's a he's a Superman avatar. They have tons of those all over. Like 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 the Century is a Superman yeah. avatar. Where but he's not like introducing the Black Superman. He's not he's not that. He's not the Michael B. Jordan Superman. He's just his, he's his own character that has his own story and his own legacy. And if you like Superman and you like what Superman does, then you might gravitate toward this character because he can do kind of the same stuff. He doesn't necessarily need to be like, oh, and you know what else? He's smarter than Superman. And it's just like, all right, calm down. Like, like just show that he's smarter than Superman. Like, have him build something and be like, well, damn, that was that was a really great invention you just made. Yeah. Wow, this dude's really smart. The only Marvel series I know that, like, <coughs> the showing and not telling was the uh, Moon Girl and the Devil Dinosaur. I did love that, and I'm surprised that didn't get right. I'm surprised that, that didn't get any Disney anything. And, Her costume's a little wonky, but I really, yeah. I really like. But had it was going like on. that was more of a showing that she's one of the smartest characters in Marvel, like because they said she was the smartest character. Yeah, they in said Marvel. she's like, and she's only nine years old. And I always get weird when they talk about young people being super smart because, like Valeria, um, Valeria, uh, what's her last name? Valeria Reed. Um, Reed. Yeah, you know, she's supposed to be like the second smartest person in the world or something. Mm-hmm. Like she's smarter than Mr. Fantastic. And it's like, but how? Like how do you how do you right. put this together? Like what have they done to make them that yeah. smart? 
she was apparently so smart she acted dumb so her dad wouldn't know that how smart wouldn't she know, was. Wouldn't know, yep. Mm-hmm. I heard that. And it's just like, how do you do that? <laughs> like, what does that mean? <laughs> uh, moving on, we had a couple Wagon. trailers um, that included Aww. WandaVision. Um, how do you guys feel about that trailer? I'm going to go to them uh, frame by frame. How did you guys feel about that trailer? I'll start off. Uh, it got me way more excited for WandaVision than I was before. Because when WandaVision came out, that was at the bottom of my list, to be honest with you. After seeing the first two trailers, it's one of my. It's actually one of my top. And actually, it kind of beats out a show for me that I thought I was really going to want to see. But the trailer didn't do nothing for me. But I'll get to that when we get to that, that one. I, 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 I feel like I already know what trailer you're talking about. And I feel like I agree with you. Okay. Um, um, I'll I'll go. Mm-hmm. I I'm still confused, so I just I just have to see the show. I think that like, was it didn't give me it didn't it didn't like it didn't give me high expectations, but it didn't give me low expectations either. Just because you know we on an MCU budget, so I'm sure it's it's going to turn out nice, but I I just don't know what the hell I'm looking at when I'm watching this thing. Mm-hmm. So it's just like ah. You know, I'm, it doesn't make me excited, but it doesn't make me unexcited. If that makes any sense. It's just like I, I just got to see it when it comes out. Right, right. It was a nice trailer, though. Uh, director, I'm not sure if you. Yeah, much- I, 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 I still feel exactly the same before seeing the trailer as I did after seeing the trailer. Where I'm more interested in what comes out of this show versus the actual show itself. I'm pretty sure when it gets rolling, like I'll really enjoy it. But I'm I'm more curious into how this ties into um, the multiverse of madness and Spider-Man three than the actually like what's going on in the actual TV show. You're right. Mm-hmm. Like, I I love the trailer. This just like I was it. Everything looks surreal, and it was like, yo, she's about to lose her shit, and I just want to see how she's going to do it. That's where I'm at with the trailer. I'm like, yo, this is going to be crazy. Um, now that show comes out on January fifteenth. 2021 so just a little over a month away a little over a month away about the time of this recording and then right after because I, I believe the show is going to come out weekly it's going to be week by week um releases and then i feel like after that they're either going to wait a week or just instantly going to drop uh falcon and the winter soldier which was be the next uh show that we got a trail for and that will be coming out march 19th 2021 uh, I'm gonna start with the director. How did you feel about this trailer? I wanted this trailer to excite me more than it did. Mm-hmm. So like, me and I, both you agree. Okay. Like I feel like it. I feel like it's cool. I'm already light on on, on the Falcon. Like I don't, I don't. I'm not. He's not my favorite character. Right. And I even read the run where he was Captain America. And while I did think the run was interesting, like I don't know. I've heard rumors that they're gonna bring in the original. Um, Captain America um, to talk about how, you know, it was like the Tuskegee Airmen to make the, um, you know, the like the white boy Captain America. So like, we'll see where that goes. They got U.S. agent. I know he's going to be a part of this. They got they have a lot of ingredients that like I don't think Disney is bold enough to really tackle race stuff like to make it like interesting. I don't like Anthony Mackie. I, I try so hard and he i just don't like looking at him on screen i don't know what it is about the dude the suit looks good that scene with them shooting the rockets that that thing looked good i don't know I, this is either going to be really good or it's just going to be complete shit mm-hmm. 
Uh, Flow the rookie. Uh, two words. Choo choo. I'm all aboard, man. That this was one. so <laughs> bad. That was so bad. It's not <laughs> funny. I am here for it, man. That trailer had me like, ooh. All right. I don't know, man. I just, I. It's just nice for me to see deep. Uh, that's not the word I want to use. It's, it's nice to me. It's. I just like watching dudes with no powers kick ass. So yeah, no, I'm I'm all aboard, man. <laughs> Um, the Mr. one man Andy, hype train, man. One man hype train. Mr. Andy, are you boarding the train with uh, floating? No, he ain't boarding the train. Oh no, man! I'm, I'm, I'm leaving, leaving at the station. Uh, this is the <laughs> this is the trailer that I, I figured. Well, I, I was just talking about the Wandavision. That this was the the show that at first when they first announced it was the most I was most excited for, and then like the director said, he he probably we made him agree on that. This was this was the trailer that did least for me out of everything I saw. And I was like, I was the least interested. I was like, I was actually kind of let down a little bit. And I was like, to me, look at this trailer. To me, it looks like Disney is and Marvel are playing this the complete safe route. And I, what I mean by that, it's just like what the director was saying. Like, I don't think they're going to tackle certain racism and stuff like that to make this thing interesting. And I'm like, he, I, I don't care too much about regular Falcon. To be honest with you. And I'm like, he has the shit, you know. He he was given the shield. I'm not saying he got to be, you know, Captain America at the start, you know, of the show. But I was like, there was no. I I just felt like regular Falcon, and he felt like no growth. In other words, and, you know, it felt like no taking on. You don't, huh? you don't think he's gonna have growth in the show? Yeah, I think I mean, this is where not, it's going to lead. Like, because I'll tell you what, he he. He's not touching that. He's not swinging, uh, throwing that shield t- until like the last episode. I mean, pro- probably so. And and th- there are just certain things that they can tackle, you know, uh, in history and things like that. I don't know if they're going to, but I- I'm just like, you know, it it didn't excite me like I thought it was going to excite me. And I, 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 like I said, after seeing the WandaVision trailer, and I was hyped for that. And I was like, oh, we finally get to see a look at the Falcon and Winter Soldier. And then now I don't have a problem with Anthony Mackie as an actor, but Sebastian Stan got that boring face to me. And it, it, it is, and uh, I'm like, here's the thing Captain America and Marvel made me tired of the Winter Soldier. I'm sick of them. And like, ever since, uh, like I liked him obviously the Winter Soldier movie, but ever since Civil War and going down to these Avengers movies, stuff like that, I'm like, I, I can't I care less if he's on screen. There's nothing about the Winter Soldier that that, that it gets me hype anymore, like like he did obviously when he was the Winter Soldier in um uh, in, in the second Captain America movie. But you know, all that, you know, uh bro loving that cap did for uh for Bucky and then him getting his ass kicked in Civil War and then him just he just he, he's just there, and I'm saying there's, there's nothing about him that sparks any energy out of me. So I I, I was just I, I I don't I can't say stiff. I mean it's probably gonna be a dope show. Like if if uh, once I get a chance to watch it, but the trailer's job is to sell you on the show, and it didn't sell me that much like I wanted it to. Mm-hmm. Now like uh, I do agree this was the weakest trailer out of the three, but I I don't feel as like unexcited as you guys feel i'm a little bit more on it this seems interesting uh, Ron. it this trailer actually made falcon look cool to me with the ending it scene where he was like cool. flying through i was like you know what okay now i'm digging them 
Because this, this looks really cool. Never in my life did any of the movies make Falcon look cool. So that's where it got me. I'm like, if you can make a boring character look cool, good with me. And then my favorite trailer out of the series. Uh, now, this would uh, should be coming out after uh, Black Widow, the Black Widow movie. So I'm assuming the Falcon Winter Soldier is going to uh, have weekly runs up until May-ish or uh, end of April where uh, the Black Widow movie is released, and then we're going to have uh, Loki. Loki was the best trailer, in my opinion, out of all these trailers. Um, I will start with the... Uh, Mr. A&E, I'll start with you. How did you feel about this trailer? I love the Loki trailer. Mm-hmm. I really love... I, I, I actually... Now, the Loki trailer was one that surprised me the most. I enjoyed the Loki trailer uh, the most out of, out of them all, because I ain't... And, and believe it or not... Loki was like right above WandaVision when it came to the Disney Plus shows, mm-hmm. and now it moved up for me, because right. because uh, of this trailer. And I'm like, okay, so I, I'm curious to see what different things that Loki's going is going to try to tackle. Like, is he is he going through time periods? Is he going through different dimensions, stuff like that? I'm because he ha- he has a tesseract, so I'm like, right. you know, uh, what what are the, uh, the certain things or the or these trials that he's going to have to face, which makes it you know. A very interesting kind of story. So that's uh, and it was it was a, it was a well, well done trailer. Tom Hiddleston is awesome as Lo- as Loki. I'm glad. Just awesome. I, I just wanted more of him. Yeah, so and, and he's an awesome act, uh, actor also. So I I really you know uh, I really want to see Loki Loki get that shine. So I'm excited for it. Mm-hmm. Really am. I, I, I'm on board with this and Wandavision with with the ones that you know it, it got me on board the most of seeing you know how these things play out because. When you're dealing with shows that uh, expand different things, like kind of like fishes out of water on certain things, then I am a, I'm all for those. Mm-hmm. Now, um, the director, how did you feel about this trailer? Yeah, I always felt like Loki was was going to be a, a good show because it's basically like I think Tom Hiddleston is is super um, like interesting, and I think he's like captivating on screen. Plus. With this, I know that you, it's going to be time travel involved. The time travel bureau is involved, so you can get these different time frames. And if you do it right, you know you can have a really, a really good, interesting show. And Loki, to me, is just he's just a fun character to watch do weird shit. Yeah. So I, I was already excited. I don't even know if this connects to anything. I know it got greenlit for a season two off top. That, I'm, I'm that. here for it. Um. I'm excited to see it, and I also think in the trailer they look like a shot where that was like black um um the Black Widow, mm-hmm. like maybe in that spot, and people are saying it, it may actually be female Loki. So that'd be kind of cool to see female Loki in this in the in the series too, because there's been set photos leaked of actually female Loki. So, gotcha. gotcha. Mm. Uh, I, w- I was going to get to that scene in a minute, but uh, first, Flo the rookie, since you're the Scarlet oh, Johansson uh, fan. And it looks oh, like yeah. <laughs> yeah, right. He's back, man. I win. No, nah, I'm joking. Uh <laughs> um, no, nah, it was a dope trailer. That was a dope trailer. I'm definitely excited for that one. Um I, again, I I just gotta see I, I have to see it though. But unlike WandaVision, it I it made me excited. Like so, you know, I'm I'm definitely looking forward to seeing it. It is number one. Number one, yeah, number one on the uh, anticipation list. Um, that's about it. Gotcha. Um, one, I'm excited to see Owen Wilson back. 
<laughs> I haven't seen the movie with him in a while. <laughs> so I am excited. I'm probably the only one that likes Owen Wilson here. Um, but no, the trailer was great. Again, this is the strongest trailer in the um, out of the three that came out. Now, we did have that shot where it was like a purple world. And we saw, it. from what it appears, it looks like Black Widow is sitting there. And a lot of people are saying Black Widow is going to be resurrected in this series. I personally do not think she's going to be resurrected. For the sole reason, this movie takes place on in the same time frame as Avengers 1. And when we look at that character, she has short hair. The same hairstyle that she had in the first Avengers. Whereas in Endgame, she had the long uh, mixed blonde into red hair. So I'm thinking this is like... Um, this is a direct scene after whatever happened to the to New York City, which mm-hmm. was another shot in the series because this this looks like this looks like it's going to be insane, and I'm excited for it. This show looks like it's just going to just like Loki just tries to mess with everything, and he just did one thing too wrong, and it just takes the whole balance off. So. I don't, I don't think this takes place during Avengers 1 initially. I think it does initially, but I think the series itself um, hops through different times because they're dealing directly with the Time Bureau. Yeah, yeah. I know it's going to do uh, different times. I'm, I'm talking about with uh, Black Widow. Oh, okay. Uh, okay. That's, like, that's like strictly, in my opinion, that's strictly Avengers 1, Black Widow. And I'm not sure if we're going to People are speculating, um, people are speculating um, Mephisto to be the uh, villain. And Loki? Mm-hmm. This is I think this is probably going to be the, the villain of um, um, the uh, WandaVision one. Mm. But also mm. in uh, WandaVision, we had a shot of uh, Monica, who's his uh, Spectrum. Oh, yeah, Monica Rambeau. Yeah. So I'm excited for that. But we'll get to that in a minute. Uh, we also got, oh, wait, I'm sorry. We also got a trailer of Marvel What If. Which is the animated yes. series. Uh, this looks cool. I didn't really get super hyped for it. Uh, I'll start with the director. What did you think? I think it's fine. I mean, I, the one of the things about what if is if is like you always it it, it just looked very Disney to me. I kind of wish just wanted this what if was on like FX or something where we can get something unique and different. I just think we're going to get palette swaps like deep, like 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 Disney movies, like palette swap Marvel movies. And that's not as interesting. Like I'm not super hype about oh, like um, T'Challa being Star-Lord. Like yeah. that's cool, but I will kind of just like make it different. Like, I don't know. I, I just think it, it, it looks fine. I just don't think it's going to be something I'm going to tune in for. Like I'm going to tune in like, 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 like I watched like the Mandalorian, you know, where I'm like, it was Mando hour, like hit me back up later. I think it's just one of them shows that if I catch it, I catch it. If I'm reading a blog and they're talking about it, I might watch an episode or two, probably the zombie one and the Black Panther one, maybe. But that's probably about it. Yeah, I, I kind of agree with you on that. This looks right. Now, from what I hear, the whole series is just going to drop. They're not going to um, do a weekly drop with this. They're just going to drop the whole series where we can binge it. Uh, I feel like that works better, in my opinion. I'm more interested in the stories because, you know, hearing at first when I heard T'Challa being Star-Lord, I was like, Really? Out of all the, you know, out of all the what ifs, that's not the one I would go with. Like, I was thinking what ifs that were like directly influenced from the, um, influenced from the MCU. Like, what if Captain America killed Iron Man in Civil War? 
then we'll get like an animated uh, series from that and things like that, pretty much. Um, Mr. Amy? Yeah, I feel kind of, uh, kind of same, but I did, I did feel kind of excited because I was like, okay, if Peggy Carter became Captain America, if T'Challa became Star Lord, you know, I say those are some stories that will probably, you know, interest me a little bit. But, uh, you know, I. Cause I want what if is one of the things I want to be really excited about also, mm-hmm. and, and don't get me wrong. Like I said when I see certain things, I was like, "That's cool," but it's like so we're just putting different, we're swapping different characters in different stories. Where I thought we were going to go more along the lines of maybe there was a maybe what if Thor did aim for the head, or what if right, right, that's what I yeah. thought. Like a direct. Oh no, the one if stories were always a bunch of mashups. I thought they were just going to go a different route because of the what if the X Men meet the Justice League? Like it's, it's, it's the what if stories were always mashup. Like the zombie one, I hope. Uh, I, well, I ain't mean to cut you off, Mister Andy. I'm sorry. That's I, 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 I wait till it's my turn. No, I, I mean, okay. No, 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 what was you going to say about the zombie one? Well, no, because I know the zombie one is one of my favorite what is for biased reasons. Um, because it was you know it, the what if story was Punisher destroys the Marvel universe. And it was when everybody became zombies and he just went zombie hunting, mm-hmm. even though they became. But and then, you know, it was they became it was his fault that the whole universe became zombies anyway. But, you know, he ended up going zombie hunting anyway. So that was and, you know, like Spider-Man was eating Pete like first he was like in a like for some reason, like in a fighting tournament and he just started eating people and all that. So, yeah, so that's that's what I hope the zombie one is. I don't know if it is it, though, but. Yeah, the what if stories were always just like speculations. It wasn't like, you know, like what if Peter saved Uncle Ben? It wasn't like that. So. Yeah, I, yeah, I understand that. And but, but, well, but also my other thing is that because I didn't read much much of the what if stuff, I don't want it to be T'Challa is Star Lord and we still follow Star Lord's whole story. Right, right. Just as T'Challa, right? I, I mean, it got to be something different because T'Challa and you know. Uh, you know, Starlord wouldn't, wouldn't do the same things, right. you know what I'm saying? So, so right. those are the kind of things I hope. I hope it's not like Peggy Carter is now the new Captain America. But see, the, the thing is, if that's the case, really, right? Well, is America like like UK? That, huh? Wasn't yes. she like Captain UK? Right, right. She oh, yeah, her, Captain UK. UK. But I, I, I'm about to say, yeah, because I'm about to say, you know, are at that time, I'm not saying they're going to get into it. It's like, you know, what would it truly be like? Would they really be accepting of a woman having this much power at that time? Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Kind of thing. So it's like, I just don't want it to be something that's like, okay, we're going to, you know, power swap these these people, but they're going to still do the whole story just as somebody else. Right. So, I, like I said, I don't know, but I'm still going to watch it, check it out. You know, I think it's, I don't know how many episodes it is, but, uh, you know. I'm All still I know gonna... is they got Chadwick for this. So. Yeah, I gotta watch it out of yeah. Now, based the, off that alone, absolutely, absolutely. The only what if story I read was what if Civil War didn't end, and that was like a direct like you know sequel to what like to Civil War, or not direct sequel, but it, like a twist on Civil War. So I thought they were gonna go this route with the what if stories, you know, try to try to uh, lean it more into the MCU, um, like that. You know, bring up because I know there was a lot of rumors saying, "Oh, Iron Man's going to die in Civil War." So it was like, "What if Iron Man did, did die in Civil War? Where would they go with that?" And pretty much things like that. But yeah, like like uh, Mr. Andy said, like, "What if Thor went for the head?" 
what would happen? Um, I think the Thor one was like, what if? Oh no, 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 no! I'm wrong. Sorry, never mind. Now, uh, the next series, uh, the next couple series, we have Hawkeye, which uh, Haley Stein, uh, Steinfield, and uh, will join Jen, uh, Jeremy Renner in that series. Uh, I'm actually surprised Haley Steinfield is in this. Uh, I know she plays she plays Spider Gwen in, uh, in Into the Spider Verse, so I, I, I do like her acting. Uh, and then we also have Miss Marvel. This is the one I'm little worried about, but excited for, because. Miss Marvel, she needs redemption after what happened in the Avengers game. I didn't like what they did to her. I felt they took everything that made Miss Marvel great away. So I kind of hope they give her redemption in this. And well, then, I mean, I, I, I have thought they will because they have got they got Muslim writers, producers, right, and right. directors all all for this project. So you know, they went out and because when we talk about that on the trail about the people of color, and they went out and. They know how to write for a Muslim character, right? Of how she's supposed to be, you know what I'm saying? And I, love and I, I think, yeah, yeah I, I think, like I said, representation matters to but people don't understand. They may not understand it, but yes, representation does matter when you have people who know how to write for those people. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? They mm-hmm. come off way, way more authentic because everybody does not act the same. Everybody doesn't do things the same, especially in their culture and stuff like that. And sometimes in, in superhero stuff, their culture plays a big part in who they are. Right. So, you know, uh, so seeing that, because that is one thing that in Hollywood, you know, saying in filming everything, we do have to change a lot when it comes to the behind the scenes stuff. Yes, we're getting more to the forefront of representation and diversity, but we need to have that diversity behind the camera. So to have that whole, you know, saying a uh, Muslim lineup, mm-hmm. I think is terrific. Right, I'm very, I'm very happy that they are joining it, and just like keeping her character true to her character as well. Yeah. Like uh, Abu, I know he was mentioned in um, in uh, the Marvel Avenger game, but he was a huge part of Kamala in the se- in the comic book series, and they just mm-hmm. literally stripped him away to a regular character, and I didn't like that at all. I didn't like that yeah. whatsoever. Um, so I'm excited. I'm excited for that series, and I, I'm I am nervous, but I do want to see what they're going to do with it. And then we also have She-Hulk, which uh, Mark Ruffalo and Tim Roth will be reprising their roles um, as Hulk and Abomination. Mm-hmm. Now I remember I said a little bit uh, about what um, what I thought is what I think is going to happen with that. It's going to be pretty much since Hulk can't work no more. He's like, hey cousin, I need your help with this, and he's just going to try to teach her the rules. Sorry, I don't think it's gonna be that at all. I think it's gonna be um, a legal drama. I think it's gonna be like um... it may not be like like uh, Phoenix Wright, <laughs> like them games. Okay, interesting. Yeah, I kind of I kind of feel like it's gonna be because uh, like she's a I know lawyering is like one of the big things that they want. I think it's gonna be more like a procedural and like with like a little dash of like comedy to it because. I mean, She-Hulk, the comics itself, had a little hit to comedy here and there. Right. I'm curious if they're going to use the Green Hawk or the Gray Hawk. Like, will she be the Hawk that's in control or the She-Hawk that's not in control? Like, I'm curious about that. I really love the actress. Like, Orphan Black was my show. Um, and she she was, she was like, real. seven different characters right. um, yeah. on that. So she can definitely carry the weight. I look forward to seeing, like, what happens with it. Mm-hmm. But at the end of the day, I don't think no one really needs this show. 
<laughs> I, 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 I don't understand why they're making it. I'm, I'm glad would... they're doing it, but it's kind of it's like a it's like a weird thing to do. Yeah, Hawk isn't coming back. I, I, I better say I don't need to see no Hawk and no damn sling. I'm still I'm still mad about that. He, so. he, I feel like he's still gonna have it. I feel like yeah, too. It's they that that whole thing is weird. <laughs> I can't. I can't. It's the Hawk. Let me not. We ain't got that kind of time. Uh, Kivla, I'm not sure if you had the green door. I'm not sure if you had an opinion about this at all. Um, nah, not really. Gotcha. I like She Hulk, but I, this this is another one where I need to see to believe. Right, right. Uh, and then we have uh, Moon Knight, Guardians of the Galaxy holiday special, and then a small series, I Am Groot, featuring everyone's favorite baby tree. First of all, is the Guardians of the Galaxy holiday special happening this year? I have no. no idea. I do not. No, no, no. Because they already released a schedule for um for uh, next year. And I want to say it's twenty twenty two. That's supposed to happen. Yeah, I'm thinking it's coming later around the movie, the next movie. Okay. And then on to the movies, we have Ant Man and Wasp: The Quantum Mania. Uh, Black Widow, Shang-Chi, Legend of the Ten Rings, Eternals, Doctor Strange, Multiverse of Madness, Thor, Love and Thunder, Black Panther 2, Blade, Captain Marvel 2, Guardians of the Galaxy 3, and the Fantastic Four. Um, Let Mr. Amy take it. Let him take say, it. Say what you gotta say Let about him. Fantastic Four. Let him so, take it. <laughs> well, I mean, first of all, seeing that, that, that four symbol got me all kinds of excited, brings tears to the eyes because not Yet have I got a good Fantastic Four movie. Look, this is their time to do <laughs> Doctor Doom right. The, bro, you, you don't understand. No, not just Doctor, just everybody. Everybody. Uh, everybody just just needs just needs a a, a makeover. It, and it's um, fair. Doctor Doom had the worst treatment of everyone. Yeah, <laughs> he had the worst treatment of everyone. He needs the redemption the most. Yes, that uh, the, the, um, uh, John Watts, who they got to direct this movie. I forgot. I'm trying to look up his resume now. Make sure he did Spider Man. Yeah, he did Spider Man. Mm-hmm. He did the uh, exactly. That, that's what I just thought. But so, so I, I think it's going. It's going to bring a more of a a homie Fantastic Four. I don't think it's going to be like the the very very young Fantastic Four, which they blew up in like the they killed their own Fantastic Four in the comic series. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I don't think it's going to be that kind. But uh, yes, I. You know, I'm excited for it. And now since Marvel Studios has it, I now feel the most confident about the series as a whole because I have been just waiting since, since 2005. Even though 2005, I gave a lot of excuses because that was, that was the one that I had mm-hmm. at the time. But yeah, I was like, Tim, I, I forgot, Tim Story directed this. And I'm like, why? So uh, so now, since I finally got Marvel Studios you know, in his hand, I'm beyond excited about it. Cause like I said, it's my Apparently, favorite. Apparently, he teased this in Far From Home. Wait, what? The, uh, the the director teased that he got Fantastic Four in Far From Home. Oh well, I don't think any of us caught it. <laughs> but uh, yeah, uh... Now, if I can just get uh, John Krasnowski, you know, as oh, yeah, yeah. that's that's that was the main thing. I was like, did they announce the cast? I just want to hear Jim is playing <laughs> Richards. That's I all think I that to hear. I think that's greatly going to impact how well the Fantastic Four does, right? Because like 
the Fantastic Four is such a strange property. Like they were, they're, they're Marvel's first family, and I think that they hold on to them dearly. But truth be told, like even in the comics, Fantastic Four haven't moved numbers in a long time. Uh, so they, they killed their own family in in the in the comics. You think they they, they they took them off and they stopped publishing their comics? Yeah. Even before then, like they weren't they like they, like Fantastic Four. Like as far as like selling like comics, they besides Hickman's run, like it it just hasn't been Ooh. super duper large. Um, the run. That was that was a massive run. I I hope they don't make them kids. I hope we don't get because like, a lot of the MCU no, feels no. like the Ultimate Universe. Yeah, and Ultimate Fantastic Four was was I did not like them at all. I mean, I love the Thinker. I think he's an interesting character, but I don't want anything else from from like from them in that whole situation. So I'm excited, but I'm also at the same time like let me let me see one casting. Let me just see one casting of who's going to if if like i think it set the set the tone of what we got for the last fantastic four when there was like michael b jordan is um johnny storm everybody was like what the hell kind of movie is this yeah. like you know what i mean and it was just like well you kind of was like all right i don't think this is a, is either going to be really good or really bad like once we know if 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 jim is mr fantastic we're like all right this is something that we can go if they just get some no-name kid from minnesota to be like a young Mr. Fantastic and he's like 19 or 20 and Logan I think it's going to be <laughs> just strange, you know? Like I'm glad they're bringing it back, but they they they're definitely linking it all together. You got you got Clang, a Kang coming into um Ant-Man. Yeah. So I feel like they're going to like link it in somehow with that because he is technically he's related uh, like, to uh, yeah, yeah, the Reed Richards. Yeah. So that's cool. I hate that Ant Man title though. That is a dumbass name. Yeah, <laughs> it's, it's a weird name, but if it it's Ant Man, dumb name. If it's Ant Man, I do look forward to the Ant Man movies though, because those are like those are fun. I'm curious, like with the other movie selections, like the fact that we didn't get an Eternals trailer blows my mind because yeah, it's that, been done. Like, yeah. what are they waiting for? Yeah, we're supposed it's to get an animated movie. series for that too. Yeah, and it kind of makes me think either A, it's not good, or B, they had to do a lot of shifting things around because of COVID. Right. Or just everything in general. I don't know, man. I, I really wanted to see something up front, like for the Eternals, because we, we've gotten no movie trailers from Marvel in a long time. Right. Now, um, I this is the only time I'm interested in uh, Captain Marvel. Now that uh, we are, they said they're gonna have Spectrum and Miss Marvel in the movie with her. So I'm like, okay, this is this is what like grabbed my attention now, because I was I was not looking forward to a Miss uh, Captain Marvel movie whatsoever. But now hearing two characters that I like are going to be in the movie, I could I could probably deal with it. Uh, Thor: Love and Thunder. That's probably just going to be like a Guardians of the Galaxy mix, you know, type of movie. Um, they got your guy in there, Christian Bale. Why you always say my guy and you, it just be the most random person? In the Yo, world. Christian Bale's amazing. I know, I but it's guy. like what what <laughs> what drew you to be that's like, your, hey, that's my guy. That's your guy, man. You, like you who, look like a Christian Bale right? guy. Like, I look like a Christian. <laughs> 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 Like okay, <laughs> I have to go over here. <laughs> like okay, man. Uh, but Yo, the fact that hear... Gore the God Butcher is yeah. going to be in Thor, and so and we never going to have Thor 
and we know we're going to have Jane Foster Thor. Mm. So that's two Thors. And and Gore the God Butcher's story, it took three Thors to bring down Gore Gore the the God Butcher. And then at the end of the day, it took one Thor with two Mjolnirs. So... I'm, not I'm sure guessing Beta Ray Bill is going to be that third Thor. Yeah, I'm not sure if you... I, I did a theory on the podcast like a while ago. I said, um, I feel like Love and Thunder will have Gore the uh, God Butcher, but it's going to be... like He's not going to be a one-movie villain. It's going to take him... It's going to take a minute to defeat him. And I felt like Loki was going to be the series to where we find out who uh, Gore the God Butcher is. And then they're going to have to set up a team where we have Thor, Mighty Thor, Beta Ray Bill, Loki, and then Hela. Because I'm pretty sure she isn't dead. And then all of them are going to have to fight uh, Gore the God Butcher. Hmm. Is that going to happen? Doubt it. I would like it. I think they're going to. I think they're going to knock Gore. I think they're going to knock him out in like in that movie. Yeah, and then the Guardians are with him, so it's like uh, I don't know how much they're going to be in the movie, but yeah. Um, before I, I wonder get... how Jane Foster Thor is going to look because Natalie Portman is small. Yeah, that's all. That was also my thing. Like, I, and I'm, I'm very female curious. Thor was actually she's actually kind of brawly. Yeah, she's, yeah, she, yeah. She looked like so, Abby from The Last of Us too. Yo, yo, yeah, yo, like a strong woman. <laughs> um, before we get into the whole Spider Man thing. We're going to be talking about uh, Black Panther. Now, it is confirmed that T'Challa will not be replaced. They were going to they're going to keep him off. Now, I'm actually okay with this. A lot apparently a lot of people aren't okay with this. They feel like uh Black Panther shouldn't be tied to one character and you know, it shouldn't be pretty much tied to one character that anybody could be Black Panther. Um I think it's to me it's way too soon to recast them. It's way too soon to recast them, especially with Chadwick being such an honorable like. He wasn't just Black Panther, you know, in the film. He was almost like Black Panther outside the film, you know, being just an icon and a role model to, you know, not only me but other Black children and you know Black people in general. So. Um, I'm going to start with Mr. A&E, because I know we had this conversation uh, last podcast about, uh, well, not the last podcast, but we had a conversation with previous podcasts about the recasting of Black Panther. Well, here's the thing. I understand both sides of it. On the one side of the not recasting, I'm not mad about the not recasting Black Panther by no means. So that's not, I want to make sure everybody gets that clear. Uh, the thing is, you you had Chadwick who it's it's not just about Black Panther, it's about Chadwick Boseman. Mm-hmm. And Kevin Foggy and all of them that worked with him at Marvel were close to this man. It wasn't like he just came and did a movie and was like, All right, fine. No, they were close to this guy. He did he 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 did a lot of Marvel projects with them and then like I said, he did twenty one bridges with, with the Russo brothers outside of Marvel. So these people were were, were, were close to him. Mm-hmm. And he he was he wasn't one of them actors that okay he just took he he just played the role and then said like, okay so I can take it he made that his role 
Ryan Coogler made that language. Him and Ryan Coogler came, came up with the, the way uh, the accent and you know how people from Wakanda would talk with their accent and their language. They created that. So there is, you know, there, there's a magic there that, unfortunately, that with, with him passing away, I can understand. It's like, look, we can't have anybody replace Chadwick Boseman because it'll be a distraction. So like if you just put John David Washington up there, first of all, it's not going to work because I don't think he's ready for that just yet. But right. uh, it's going to be a distraction to a lot of people. Then you have the other side of it because it's not about the mantle of Black Panther, kind of like the mantle of 007. It's T'Challa. Mm-hmm. And T'Challa is a huge part of this second uh, phase of, you know, this the second saga, I should say, of the Marvel Cinematic Universe or this Marvel Universe in general. And to just take that character out, because like I said, when it comes to the Illuminati, when it comes to, you know, Wakanda, when it comes to Secret Wars and all the stuff like that, T- T'Challa is their next you know, their next forefront guy. When you had Cap Thor and Iron Man in the first saga, you was looking at T- T'Challa, Spider-Man, and maybe even Captain Marvel to uphold the second. Yeah. Now, whether it's like, well, we can have Shory be the mantle of Black Panther, it's like, okay, yeah, you can pick up the mantle, but it's not T'Challa. Mm-hmm. And to take out T'Challa does hurt your story. Now, once again, you don't know how they got, how they're going to rewrite that or because I don't know if people are going to be you know are ready for story to just jump up in that role like Latina Wright I like her as an actress I really do I know people are sour on her right now for the thing that happened last week but what I'm saying is that just even before that thing even happened her just taking that mantle and then moving on like like the director was saying they are probably going to set up for a young Avenger she just screams young Avenger to me mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying she, she don't play with the big boys yet and it's just that 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 piece is gone. So you, you you're going to sit there and think about yourself like, my God, how the hell are they going to tell this story without T'Challa? That's the thing. Not the black, not Black Panther, the mantle, but T'Challa. It, it it's the kind of thing like where okay, when Heath Ledger played the Joker, he made it his own to the point where they're like, well, we're not going to recast the Joker because the Joker's supposed to be in the third movie. They just changed the movie. Then you got people who felt different. Like some people didn't like Dark Knight Rises. Some people did like Dark Knight Rises. But the only thing they could think about was, damn, I wish the Joker was in this movie. Because he's made such an impact in the second one. The same thing when you go, when, when, when you had Katie Holmes play Rachel Dawes, it's like, well, damn, we need this character. We can't just write her off. So we, we, we had to recast her and play Maggie Gyllenhaal. But then you could go to the mantles like 007. You had Sean Connery, and then he did his version. Then you had, um, you know, uh, all going down from Pierce Brosnan to, the, uh, uh, you know, you know, I forget some of the old, older bonds and stuff like that, not come on top of my head. Take those males and pass it on down. So I understand both sides of it. I'm not, I'm not being mad at Marvel like, damn, Kevin Feige, you fucked up. He's not. That's, he, he talked about a cold. He talked about a friend of his. Mm-hmm. And it just probably would not feel... Because first of all, people don't know what they want. Because right now we live in the now. If you say, hey, Black Panthers recast, the first thing anybody's talking about on their podcast or on social media is like, the disrespect to Chadwick Boseman. It's like, okay. But now, since they don't recast him, they think, like, well, what's going to happen to T'Challa now? We need him in the store. It doesn't matter what they did, there's still going to be there's still going to be flack about it regardless, but I think they know in the long run, if you put people keep saying, 
Why don't you put John David Washington up there? I'm like, he's not ready for that yet. It, I'm sorry. John David Washington is okay, solid to me, but he's not taking what Chadwick did with Black Panther, and he's going to beat T'Challa, and he's going to fit to me. Has he I'm ever thrown him. the punch? Say what? Has he ever thrown the punch? Because that's the only way we could tell if he beat T'Challa or not. Probably in Tenet. He looked good in Tenet. I'm about to say, I didn't see Tenet. Tenet. So. He, looked, so, he looked real good in Tenet. You know, so even about I, I, like I said, I haven't seen Tenet to judge yet. Like I said, I'm only going about stuff I say. I like I love Black Klansman. <laughs> don't get me wrong, but I'm just like, but that, that, that it it just don't translate to me. I just so, want to make sure it's important for the director that he throws a punch. Oh yeah, you know what I'm saying because because that roundhouse <laughs> kick man, that, that blade trailer come out. But uh, bro, when uh, that blade trailer come out, I'll eat cake if it's popping. But I I think it's gonna be a different type of blade. You gonna have a chill blade. Oh, bro, I can't wait to bake that cake for you. But <laughs> I'll just uh, that's the the whole situation that 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 we I can under I can understand both sides. I mean, there's no need to like spit on Marvel because of what they. I mean, they, you, people keep forgetting they're not talking about just some combo character. Talk about their friend here, right? And it, they're talking about a trailblazer that did a lot for his community. And did a lot for comic book fans in general. So it's not trust me. It ain't like they just woke up and said, "All right, well, we ain't going to recast." They since the, the the news that they got of him being sick. Because first of all, they were supposed to re, re, uh, record in July of next year. They didn't know this man was going to die. Right. Only one that knew that he was, you know, going to the upper room was probably his closest family. And then I, I see people say, well, why can't they do... Because his brother looks just like him. It's like, well, why can't they do a Paul Walker thing? I'm like, well, the Paul Walker thing should have ended at the 7. Yeah. <laughs> but they did, they, did, they did it for a little cameo. They didn't do that for the movie. You know what I'm saying? And it's a, it's a, it's a different kind of light. So I support and agree with Kevin Foggy's decision. I understand both sides. It, it's, it's a really mess. It, it, it's, it's hard. You don't know which way to go. I I just know the story is going to be weird without T'Challa. Yeah, Black Panther I'm not cared about. It's T'Challa. That's the that's the thing. Gotcha, gotcha. Now, a lot of people may be upset that uh, Lee Letty Wright, I I Latita Latita Wright, yeah, uh, yeah uh, because of the Leticia. whole controversy she had. Recently. Oh, Latisha Wright, yeah, yeah, because of the whole oh, the whole controversy she had recently. Um. And, you know, that, I mean, I could understand why people are upset, but at the end of the day, I feel like you, you should be able to separate the person and their work. I'm a firm believer in that. Um, do any, uh, do director or Keith will have any, uh, thing to say about, you know, T'Challa being recast or, oh, I'm sorry, not being recast? Well, my thing, I, like, I've said this a million and one times. I always thought he was only going to be Panther in the one movie, mm-hmm. and then after that, it was that was it. Because I heard um, rumors. Yeah, I did hear rumors saying Black Panther two was they were going to pass it assured either way. Yeah, so that's why I was like, um, that's why I was I was just like confused, like wondering like why everybody seems so confused for all that. Now seeing people dropping theories for Killmonger, please shut up. Yeah, like that's as respectfully yeah. as I could put it. Just shut, shut up. We don't need Kilmer. Um, we don't taking over Wakanda. We don't. Um, besides that, I mean, uh, 
Mr. Amy, Mr. Amy pretty much hit it on the head. Um, it is kind of a double-edged sword. Cause like I said, I would have been fine either way, just because in my mind, he wasn't going to be Panther in number two anyway. So, but it's still, but, I, I, but yeah, that's what I'm saying though. But, but the man himself, like that's, that is going to be tough to not see. But again, um, you know, I had no problem. Like I didn't have a problem with him not being Panther anymore simply because I thought, again, I thought he was giving up the mantle anyway. Mm-hmm. So yeah, but, um, I mean, y'all know me, man. I'm going to end up gassing this movie anyway. So <laughs> How many uh how many Oscars this year? Uh I mean how many Oscars for that movie, Q? I gave it six, I, I guess I guess six again. Okay. Cool, cool, no problem. Uh the like last time. I'm not sure if you had anything uh I mean you, you did say something partially, but Yeah, I, I just think I, I don't want to be in Ryan Kugel's shoes right now. Like I, I think it's I think it's a tough position to be in. And I think no matter how you go into it, it's just gonna it's just gonna be something you're gonna be thinking when you actually watch the movie. So, you know, good luck for him to figuring out. I hear rumors that it's, it's going to be um, like multiple Black Panthers because it is kind of a mantle thing. I don't know what I don't, I don't know how they're going to do it. I don't know. It's I definitely think that we should not recast T'Challa. I think that would be um, a huge, huge mistake. But passing the mantle of Black Panther to other people. I mean, it's been done before. It's it's interesting. I just don't know what they're going to do and how they're going to make it. I don't know. I don't have. I have no idea what Black Panther Two is doing. And I mean, I God, what that is a, that is a tough job. I would not want to have to deal with. Exactly. It is. It is. Because no matter how you do it, even at even at your best, people are still going to second guess each step. Yep. Absolutely right. Um. Now. Spider Man, they, they, that, oh my god, it's been a mess. Bomb after <laughs> bomb after Sony bomb. just don't know how to keep quiet. They just got one little secret. It's like, hey, guess what? It's not even confirmed yet. And they just like, we got to tell the world. Um, but Spider Man three, it looks like we're getting Spider Verse. It, it doesn't matter. Like it's pretty much confirmed. Now it has been confirmed. Doc Ock will be returning. Alf. Can someone say his name? No. Are oh, you talking about uh, that, that, that guy from Spider Man uh, Two? Yeah. Oh, his name. Uh, what was his, what's his name? Uh, Alpha Melania. Alpha Melania. Okay, thank you. Melania. Um, no, Alpha Melania. There we go. Yeah. Gotcha. Great guy. Um. So yeah. Uh, he's returning. It's Alfred he's, Molina. Sorry. We already have Jamie Foxx returning. Um. They said Tobey Maguire has been confirmed to be in the movie. He has been trying on suits and stuff. They've been getting them fitted and all that. And Garfield <laughs> is going to be in the movie. Uh, Doctor Strange is going to be in the movie. Uh, Emma Stone, Kristen Dunst are going to be making appearances. Uh, Matt Murdock, the uh, the Charlie Cox uh, Matt Murdock is coming back. Mm-hmm. That's the one I'm happy about. I'm like, thank God. Thank God they're doing this. However, with all this piled onto this movie, I am still I am so worried about what is going to happen with this movie because it, it looks it's piling too much on. We we got the storyline that we have to complete with you know Peter Parker's identity. So I don't know if Andrew Garfield and uh, Tobey Maguire are just going to be like you know like 
25 minute cameos just like how peter parker was in uh silver war if they're going to do it like that or if they're going to be co-stars of the movie and try to be like you know there's going to be a coming of age peter parker story where it's like you never needed tony stark with you we uncle ben taught us everything that we need to know uh type thing um I know for a fact, I'm going to go with the Mr. A&E route, uh, like he did with Endgame. If it didn't start a certain way, it, it automatically go down the letter grade. If this movie doesn't start off with a court scene with Matt Murdock and Spider-Man, it gets one great letter down. Hmm. We need to address what happened in that last movie. It's a lot going on, and apparently the face, the, uh, face actor or the body actor the body capture actor of Spider-Man PS4 did quote unquote tease that he was going to be in this movie as well. That has not been confirmed, but how do y'all feel about this? I'm gonna start with Q-Flow because it's just like, yo, what is going on? They dropping bombs on this, it, man. It's just like, but it's, I mean, they said this is way the out, ain't it? Huh? Ain't this the this is last one, ain't it? Yeah, this is this is um the MC. They going the out with a, what? They going out guns blazing, man. I don't know what else to tell you. They going out guns blazing. They dropping everything in this one petri dish of a of a. It, this is either going to be a beautiful storm or a shit show. That, and, that's, and what I'm I'm <laughs> <laughs> that's what I'm worried about. That's what I'm worried about. I don't know what's going to happen. Jamie Foxx said he's not doing the blue body. They're not doing the blue body. Thank God. Um, yeah, right. We we got the greatest Spider-Man villain back. Like, I I don't know what the, I don't know what else to tell you, man. We we just got we got to pray that the MCU does this and does this right. Yes. Like, I, I'm I'm again I'm scared. I'm scared about what's gonna happen, uh, Mister A and E. Okay, so you know I don't like crowded movies when it comes to just one hero, right? Because then we get the Amazing Spider-Man too, right? So, however, with this here, with, with me hearing all these things, I'm like, okay, we do. We're hearing a lot of news. Either a couple of things are going to happen. Each person is going to get a one one shot cameo, mm-hmm. such as Matt Murdock is only going to be there for the court scene, right? Uh, it may be a a, a a multiverse of things where he goes to different different multiverses and meets like the different um Spider-Man along the way. Such as Toby Maguire is gonna be probably that one section and he may have to have an encounter with Doc Ock. Mm-hmm. Or and then Andrew Garfield will be another section that he gotta have an encounter with Electro. And then we come back to Spider Man three and he gotta deal with uh whatever whatever he has to deal with here. Or it's gonna be a mega team up at the end. Which in my way of doing it is that's probably the way you probably need to go. Yeah. But who would be yeah. the villain? I mean, the only villain that, you know, cost the Spider-Verse were, was Moreland. So who I'll, do you think will be the villain? Unless they go like you know the Sinister Six route. Honestly. I definitely want to be the Sinister Six. I mean, because, you know, I have to agree, I have to agree with, with both of y'all because they have been teasing Sinister Six in almost every type of Spider-Man property uh, for the past couple of years, they they try they tease it in in the Amazing Spider Man. They teased it in the damn Spider Man game, and Teased actually, damn, they had it. Teased so it wasn't we had the it. Word. Teased it wasn't yeah. the word in the uh, Amazing so, Spider Man. They just threw it out there. <laughs> yeah. 
So I'm like, so it gotta be to have these Spider-Man back. It gotta be the Sinister Six because Electro and Doc Ock are part of Sinister Six, aren't they? Not. Yeah. So, uh, you know, saying then what you could probably do is you probably get Michael Keaton's Vulture back. You probably get that, that little, that little uh, asshole he was talking to, Scorpion. Uh, yeah. I just do not like the Scorpion. But yeah, you know, you get Scorpion back. You may, and then on top of that, this whole thing may may be a chameleon thing. We can get. A, uh, I don't mind seeing chameleon in Does Paul uh, Giamatti come back. No, 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 no. The Rhino shit is done. I'm like, okay, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, we can we we, we can move on. Rhino gotta be part of Sinister Six, you know. But then they, they, they may find a way to bring Mysterio back. So you can then yeah, you, I don't your head Mysterio's dead. Yeah, and then then of course they're probably going to force one of these Osborns. That's that's the thing I don't like because I'm like, I don't like when you have to force an Osborn because they are a big part of the Spider-Man lore. Right. And I, for some reason, I think. The, the Sam Raimi Spider-Man is the only series that handled the Osborns well mm-hmm. because uh, Mark Webb didn't handle them well and then uh, they uh, hate to say it but Disney ain't, ain't handled them well and Marvel didn't handle them well neither. And he I'm like, handle them at all. Exactly. Well, so, they have, yeah. No, they didn't, they didn't do anything and I think they're trying to keep it that way. They're trying to make Peter Parker more miles to you know make themselves different. Yeah. Like, Ned now, is literally ganky. With with to yeah. a T. Now, probably, yeah. See, that's I'm like, so then maybe it'll, it'll be a big team up with four Spider Man because you could probably throw Miles in there too, mm-hmm. and that will probably be, you know, the only the only thing I can think of is they have the Sinister Six. You probably got to find a way to bring Chameleon in there somewhere. Mm-hmm. He has to clear his identity. That's where Matt Murdock comes in. You got to find a way to do that. Doctor Strange takes him through these different multiverses to find different Spider-Man to take out Sinister Because he, this Spider-Man from Marvel, the Tom Holland cannot take out the Sinister Six at all. At all, no. So yeah, he, you know, he 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 struggled with the Vulture. So like, okay, he can't take out the Sinister Six. Period. So if you're getting Doc Ock, you're getting Electro, you're getting Mysterio, probably comes back, and you're probably getting Vulture, Scorpion, and then maybe if that's six already, or probably throw Chameleon in there. He got to get some help. So if he can go get Tobey Maguire. And Andrew Garfield, and then Miles from PS4 or PS5 just jumps in the case, and you do like a into the, into the Spider Verse type thing at the end, and just go all out and do it that way, and then just take them back to Sony. I see it. I, I see it playing out there. It's the only way I can see this whole thing playing out. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because we we all know by the end of this movie, he this is the last MCU movie, so he's going to end up in Sony. The only way I can think about it is like. His life gets so bad with the identity of Peter Parker. Like, Aunt May might die. MJ might die. Like, all his friends are just, you know, through the ringer to the point where he's like, my life is so bad, I can't be here. I need to go somewhere else. And that's when Dr. Strange come in. Okay, I I could try to get portals. See where you can I would be able like to swim, man. I would not like that. I would not like that. That's the only route I can see if they're going like because Peter that Parker turns Doctor Strange Doctor Strange into an enabler, and I'm like that ain't what he would do. Yeah, he'll be more of a Deus Ex Machina at that point. And, uh, and I'm just saying, well, it, uh, I don't know. I mean, it, it could be, I, I, it could be. It's, it's so much stuff being packed into this damn thing. It's like, okay, well, 
it, it sounds like a lot. Maybe they'll find a way to, to balance it, but it got to be like an end game movie. It got to be, it got to be something big. And the only thing I can be, if you're gonna bring all these, I think if you bring them all, all these kind of Spider Man, you tease all this kind of stuff. First of all, when's, when's it supposed to come out next year? Uh, December 2021. Oh, Lord. Okay, no, so they're shooting now. <laughs> uh, they're currently shooting. Yeah, so so I'm like, so the only way that it's going to satisfy people. Honestly, is if you have a big team at the end because I can only go by Christ on Infinite Earths when I heard all these Superman was coming back and I all I got was Tom Holland fucking chopping wood. I mean, that time Tom, Tom Welling chopping wood. I'm like, hold on, Just for him hold not on. To be Superman this is my Smallville Superman, and all I get him is out here being in the back kick farm. I'm like, come on now, don't do this to me. But you're gonna have you know, what I'm saying so. Stop. Stop. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not on that Dean Kane train no more. So, uh, so you know, I think it'll be disappointed if he just like goes like I don't want to see Andrew Garfield try to talk to Tom Holland about how to handle shit because I'm like every time I look at Andrew Garfield, I'm like he never knows how to handle shit. Yo, a- Andrew Garfield, he he was pretty much everything was his fault. Yeah, uh... <laughs> <laughs> everything was pretty much his fault. So yeah, no, I I I, I I'm not. I'm not saying I will be, you know, jumping to see that basically. So, but if it, if it has to be a team up, especially if you're going to tease Miles stuff like that, they already teased Miles with having Donald Glover as, you know, the yeah, prowler. Aaron Davis. Now, I'm is he the prowler now? Because I know five years passed and he was buying weapons. I'm not sure if like he's canonically the pop the prowler at the moment. But I don't yeah, know. I don't That's know. a good question. Uh, the director. Yeah, so I'm coming off the top ropes. I think this is going to be a fantastic film. Um, I think it's going to balance out perfectly. I think it's going to give you some Civil War vibes. I think the majority, like the beginning of the film, like I think a large chunk of it will be a lot of Tom Holland. Um, I imagine there's going to be, they're probably going to shoe in some type of original, like initial threat. I would imagine like a Craven type character or something along those lines. With them already saying that it's tied to Doctor Strange, that like sets us up to some type of some type of villain who's gonna be able to like know that there's other universes going on and he's gonna be able to tap into these villains that like come after um Peter Parker. Mm-hmm. And I do believe that it's gonna get some type of uh, on your left situation at the end where these other Spider Men come out to help Tom Holland at the end. And um I would say the end end, kind of like the third quarter, and then the fourth quarter will be Tom Holland, best in whoever the villain's going to be. I think we're going to get a death. Somebody's going to die. Uh, I'm putting money on Genki because no one will see it coming. Uh, that would be off guard. Yeah, I think this is going to be – this is definitely – this is obviously like what Sony wanted when they gave Spider-Man back to Marvel. Because we at one point Sony was like we're taking our toys back and we're going home. I think Sony wanted that their Spider-Man universe canon to the MCU universe as like brand affiliation. Because right. when you see that MCU pop up on Venom, you thinking, oh, so Thor's in this world and Iron Man's in this world. And I think this is going to be their way of shoehorning and connecting all that stuff together by saying, yeah, you know, Sam Raimi Spider-Man is part of this and. The Amazing Spider-Man is part of the MCU and another, another, another universe, the Sony-verse, whatever you want to call it, whatever their designation would be. 
like this is just on Sony's end. This is just super smart marketing because um, they were always hustling backwards, trying to make a Sinister Six movie with no Spider-Man, trying to make Venom their Spider-Man of their universe. Now they can actually be like, yeah, this stuff did exist. It is connected to your Spider-Man. Now we're going to continuously tell our stories. And we saw these we saw these breadcrumbs falling down when we saw um, in the Morbius trailer. We saw the um, the, the the Spider-Man poster. Yeah. So and, like um, all of Keaton. this is all connecting. And Michael and, Keaton. And Michael Keaton, who's definitely going to reprise his role as the Vulture in um, Spider-Man Three, which I imagine is going to have some type of home in the trailer. I'm going for it with. Um, Maybe Spider Man Far From Home. No, wait, that was the second one, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. One? Um going. Hmm. Uh, Homecoming, Far From Home. Hmm. I don't know. Someone said definitely gonna have a home in <laughs> I imagine. We home. You have to stay on brand. Yeah. You know what I mean? The home trilogy. That's why I've been calling this the home trilogy. Yeah. I de- I definitely think it's gonna it's gonna balance out way because all those cameos can be way smaller. Like, if it does start out with Daredevil showing up for a minute or two, that's fine. I, I'm pretty sure we'll get a Miles Morales character in there. I don't think he's going to do any action. He might just be a kid that pops up. Yeah. And they'd be like, oh, this is like my little Miles Morales. Like, oh, that's that's kind of cool. It would make sense for them to see Miles Morales in this movie because um, Tom Holland is, I think by the time the Young Avengers come around to being a thing, He's going to be in the game for a little bit too long. He's going to be like an elder young Avenger. So it'd be nice to get like some young Spider-Man blood in there. I think at the end of the day, as long as Kevin Feige has his big toe in this film, it's, it's going to, it's going to line up perfectly. It's going to be well, it's going to hit nostalgia in such a crazy way. And the fact that Dr. Strange is tied into this and Sam Raimi is directing Dr. Strange. It's just secular. It all makes sense. I think it's going to be great. Spider-Man 2 was my favorite superhero movie forever. I really went to like Amazing Spider-Man, but both of those suck. It's nice that they will both get <laughs> in a way. Because, I mean, without Spider-Man, we really wouldn't have like the Marvel Universe the way that we got it. Mm-hmm. Uh, I know Keith Lowe did touch on it. I just wanted to know if you wanted to add anything else. Nope. nope <laughs> Alright, done deal. Um, but yeah, now... I don't know why this popped in my head. What I would like is like he meets both of them and, you know, it, it's almost like, you know, Miles meeting Peter Parker's in the another realm where uh, Tobey Maguire is like, you know, the successful Spider-Man. He's like, hey, yeah, I done this. I done this. I saved this many people. And Andrew Garfield is like, yo, I lost everything and I'm done. I can't be Spider-Man anymore. I would like yeah. that to happen. I also think Doctor Strange is going to make everyone forget that he was that he's Spider Man. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. They're going to one that's, more day to shit out of this. JSS Machina. It's going to it's going to happen. All right. Let me get back to <laughs> the list, and we got that that that. Yeah, we pretty much got everything on the movie side except the WB now. Miss Amy, do you have that up? I did not have that up. I had everything else up but the WB uh, situation. Okay, sure thing. I do have that because uh, everything at WB, uh, people are pretty pissed about what happened with the WB and HBO Max Day. Yeah. And come to find out, we found out why. So last week on a podcast when I was hosting it, uh, we talked about all the HBO 
uh, all of the WB 2021 movies coming to HBO Max. And yes, I thought that was a good idea. I thought, I thought that was kind of dope. They, they made a big move here, and I'm like, that is something crazy. But with that being said, I thought it was talked about in you know the whole process before they made this big move. Come to find out, Warner Brothers they talked to nobody. And they just made that move uh, without informing any of the directors, producers, screenwriters for any of these projects, even actors. Yeah, I heard. For, yeah, I heard they paid uh, off JD. Um, uh, gosh, the director of Wonder Woman and uh, Gal Gadot. So, so they had so, uh, they had backing interest. Yeah, so the, they, 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 they got- had uh um. Gail Godot and Perry Jenkins had special bonuses that they will, will, would receive if Wonder Woman in the box office was to make like a billion some dollars. That's a roundabout number. It didn't make a certain amount of number. So Warner Brothers had canceled them and they made them a deal and paid them out in their bonuses as if, you know, saying that Wonder Woman was going to make this kind of money so they could agree to go and put this on HBO Max on Christmas. But that's the only person they ever talked to. So Christopher Nolan comes out. Christopher Nolan says that, you know, he wouldn't have been thinking he was working for the greatest movie, uh, the, the greatest film industry in the world, and wakes up to uh, find out that you're working for the worst streamer service in the world. And uh, they are not happy with the whole uh, merger thing when it comes to the HBO Max stuff. And, and people were thinking that a lot of things Christopher Nolan was saying is because of, you know, how Tenet did, and, you know, he, he's a you know, uh, straight to the, uh, always stick to the theater type of guy. But this is, uh, understandably what what he was saying is that, you know, none of these directors, because legendary pictures who create, who has Dune is trying to actually look like to sue Warner brothers because all the, uh, when you're working for Warner brothers, all the stuff that they have been promised when it comes to certain kind of money and, uh, um, deals and bonuses that they're supposed to be getting, all that is basically out the window because it's going over to the streaming service. And it, 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 even more uh, uh, threatening is that the uh, DGA, the Directors Guild of America, is considering boycotting Warner Brothers. Wow. Now, if that if that happens, that is some. That's because you know all stuff is under under union and stuff like that. Yeah. There, there there is so many guilds that. They work together that way because you got the screenwriters guild, you have the, uh, the, the, the 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 producers guild, I believe it, it believe it is that they have that they all kind of like support you know each other's decisions. So if one goes to boycott, they will all go to boycott, and there's not 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 a damn thing Warner Brothers can do to uh want to get them out that hole. So they have created a huge mess, a huge mess. Uh, for for themselves, and once again, this is something that I wasn't aware because I was just looking at it as a fan of uh the movies. Like, okay, Marvel did uh you know Disney did something you know like bringing certain things to Disney Plus, but like everybody was like, what's going to happen with the Wonder Woman? What's going to happen with you know the movies that's coming out and them making that move coming to HBO Max? As a fan, I was like, yeah, I enjoy it because once with COVID still out here, whether we. Whether the vaccine is here or not, yeah, the vaccine dropped in Pennsylvania, in Philly, but we still got other fifty states around the United States that haven't that don't have it yet. So, 
you can sit there and say that, okay, well, everybody be fine by then. And, and that's not necessarily true. It ain't like you take this thing and everything's going to be cool. We all going to jump back to the movie theater. So, yeah, sitting at home in the comfort of my own home and in the safety of my own home to watch these movies was a very in- interesting mood to me. But but for them not to uh, talk to any of the directors, the actors, or anything about this movie, not, not, this not being a big meeting thing, like this is what we're going to do, that's some shady shit to do. Yeah, it definitely is. It's a very shit, which actually, you know, it makes me upset because this is this the same shit that we've here Warner Brothers been doing for years. Like, if anybody, you know, saying that if if my wife was here, they was doing this shit with Prince back in the day. Mm. You know, what I'm saying, yeah, uh, you know, and then you know, Prince had the whole slave ran across his forehead and stuff like that about him owning his own uh, music stuff like that. She knows the she knows the the whole uh, history of it better than I do. But Warner Brothers has has had this. You know this history of doing this shit like this, and once again, pe- people may think say what they want. Warner Bros. Warner Bros. is one of the biggest movie industries that there are in the world. So is Disney, but so but Warner Bros. has been here forever. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And uh, this history is not something, not something new. And I, I, I it, it just it fucks me up when, when when I when I hear uh, this kind of stuff. And Christopher Nolan. Is not he's the most vocal about it, but there every James Gunn is not happy with it because James Gunn thought he was coming to Warner Brothers and because he was fired from Disney to come here and do the Suicide Squad movie and you know say that he, he had some fun with it and like I said if they're promising him certain bonuses and certain things when this movie comes out depending on how it performs and now we can't even do that because we just go over to HBO Max and, and, and the stream service this this. This move only benefits Warner Brothers for the short run, not the long run. Yeah. You feel and, me? I want to I want to hop in this pool right quick. Sure. This is um I wasn't I wasn't on that episode when y'all were talking about this initial announcement, but when I heard this yeah. announcement, I thought it was instantly a horrible idea. I just thought like when Warner Brothers like I understand if they were to drop half of their 2021 catalog to streaming and the other half was going to be like, you know, we was going to see what happened. I thought that would have been real smart. But to drop the whole catalog, the it's whole everything. catalog, Matrix 4, um, Suicide Squad, Dune, all these, like, to drop the whole catalog is wild. That is, that is, and this is definitely an AT&T thing. I am pretty sure Warner Brothers probably would have liked to do something different. But because AT&T is the giant that it is, and and I think they were hemorrhaging money, and COVID really put some things into perspective on how, you know, Disney was doing pretty good with their streaming service. And I think that they wanted some of they, they wanted in on, like, that product. You know, I think it's kind of, um, I think it's kind of interesting how, how horrific COVID has been. It is definitely forced new changes in how everything is going to be done. Yes. And for better or for worse, like the like everyone keeps saying like these are some new normals. And the movie theater to me, I love the movie theater experience. I'm a big movie theater going guy. Like they've been needing to revolutionize for a long time. Like it just sometimes you have a good experience, sometimes you have a shitty experience. And it's not necessarily cheap. And what and what and it all started when Universal dropped trolls at that discount and they made more money dropping trolls to um 
um, to VOD than they did with it being in the theaters because they didn't have to cut the money with the theaters. So I understand the theaters are upset. I understand like the directors are upset. The director, there were the directors being upset. I'm not as upset with because at the end of the day, like the directors didn't put in any money like that into these films. Like, you know, it's not like they own these properties. You know, if your boss wants to take your work and then call it a day and leave the company, you know, that sucks. But I mean, it's their it's their product. Like they paid for it. You know, it's so like that. I mean, it sucks. But at the same time, it's kind of like you got in bed with a mega corporation like they could do whatever they want. You know, COVID sucks. It does. I just think the deal itself was just kind of stupid. Like, let's see how Wonder Woman did first and then announce you're going to drop. I don't know, a, a list of your 2021 schedule, but dropping the whole 2021 schedule is just, that's just wild. Mm-hmm. Like the piracy is going to go through the roof. And, oh, yeah. I didn't even think of And that. like the release schedule is interesting. You get it for a month and then you let it go. And I understand that they want to pump up their streaming service and they see a lot of money in the streaming service. I just think. I just think Warner Brothers playing like a completely different game at, at this point. And I just don't think they really care like that. Like they definitely don't care about artistic integrity. Um, I think that they're just like, they're not trying to be counterbalancing or, or like, I don't even think they're playing chess no more. They're out here playing like pinochle. Like they're playing a whole different game or a whole different board. And I don't know what the future looks like for them. Cause they're so large. It's not like you can walk away from them and, Disney can only make so many movies. Like, granted, Disney makes a ton of movies, but not everyone can just work for Disney. So, like, they're going to have to figure out a deal. It's going to have to work out, and everyone's going to have to move forward because it's Warner Brothers. They're like ginormous, you know. And it's just such a it's such an interesting thing. And it's always one of those things you can always tell that like this is definitely an AT and T thing because it, it just makes it just comes from. Uh, I wear a tie. I'm looking at the bottom line type defense versus anyone who deals with any type of media. Mm-hmm. Yeah, enough said on that. I <laughs> I don't really. Oh, have I do want to say for Christopher Nolan too, like he needs to chill the hell out because honestly, I think if he wasn't so loud about Tenet, this deal probably wouldn't have happened the way that it did. That's, but the yeah. fact that he was so loud about Tenet and how he was like, you need to see this in the IMAX experience. You need this. You need that. I'm not backing down. People are going to come out and see it. People are going to support it. And Tenet, the way that it, it hit and it bombed the way that it did, not only did people not really go out to see it like they were supposed to, like the reviews weren't bad, but they weren't inception good. You know what I mean? Like it wasn't, no one was calling Tenet like the modern day masterpiece. I saw the movie on my own time and I even though I enjoyed it it was definitely not COVID good like I would not have gone to the movie theaters and risked COVID to see Tenet Mm -hmm. and I think that they lost so much money on that particular situation like I just think between that between the Snyder Cut Warner Brothers was like yo we're going to play a completely different game fuck this throw away the system let's get a PC and now they're, they're in a whole new realm It's insane. Uh, Florida Rookie, I'm not sure if you had an opinion on this. I'm not going to hold you. I didn't know any of this was happening. Oh. So, yeah. I, I had no clue any of this was happening. So I, no, I really cool. have nothing on it. 
yeah. piracy alone. And it's and also this deal is not inter this deal is not international. No, it's only America. in America. And if anyone knows the second biggest market is China, yeah. they're gonna China's pirating technology is amazing. They could take a cam rip, they can clean that bitch up, they can add several different subs. We're talking Mandarin, Cantonese, whatever, and it's a watchable copy. You tell me you're gonna drop an HD stream. Once anything hits the internet, it is fair game. It never goes away, and anyone can get it. It is just not a very, very smart idea. I understand COVID's changing the world. Drop a couple titles. All of them? All them damn titles? Granted, HBO Max is about to be popping. I think it's a wonderful streaming service, mm-hmm. and it costs just as much as Netflix is about to cost. I just yeah. think it's. I just think it's. I just think it was a weird move. I think um, they're thinking something completely different than what we're thinking. They are they are definitely thinking revolution. I mean, what well, honestly, what well, that they're, they're, they're thinking is they're trying to get HBO Max into the upper echelons of where Disney Plus and um, Netflix are at. Because in, in, in 2019, Netflix had 193 million subscribers to it. That, and that was in 2019. So 2020, especially with COVID hit, they got plenty more than that. Like Disney has over 75 million, I believe, subscribers in 2019. This this last year when it launched up, and they in 2020 with the COVID, it, it launched up. HBO Max only has. Now I didn't look at the 2020 numbers, but it was around 35 million subscribers. They are right now the lowest streaming service when it comes to the amount of subscribers, unless you want to count the W Network, but that's only for wrestling fans. I'm talking about for just what what what, what everything is offering. And right now, they are trying to find a way to combat with these other properties, especially when Netflix is is paying fourteen point seven million dollars was a million or billion dollars a million dollars out for uh you know uh cost to play other kind of movies where Disney don't have to uh, pay in it because it's all their own content. So they're, they're trying to compete to get people to, to jump on HBO Max. Now, if you do that, when you release that, like I said, as, as a fan of film, just like you're a fan of film and watch all the stuff, it's like, yeah, COVID has changed the world. It is changing the world. And people was like, this is a death of movie theaters. I'm like, it, it ain't necessarily, it, it, it could be, but I'm saying, not saying necessarily the death, but when you, when, it's like when you got Wonder Woman and you're like, hold on, instead of me unsubscribing because I just wanted to see Wonder Woman, come January, I have Dune. But then come February, then come three weeks later, I got In the Heights. Then I got Suicide Squad. And then I got King Richards. And then I got Judas and the Black Messiah. And then I got Mortal Kombat. Then I got Space Jam. Then I got Matrix 4. Like, so there's no reason for you to unsubscribe, So which helps get the subscriber count up. And then also, the the, the Snyder Cut comes out next year also. This was their way. I'm not taking their side. I'm just saying this is the way of them trying to find a way to combat with the other streaming services. What I thought of actually is now when I now when I think about how much Netflix actually pays to have all their exclusive content and yeah. how they have these movies that feel like they should have been in theaters just debuting. Like um what was that last one with Jamie Foxx and like the little Project Power? Project Power, that, that could have definitely have been in the theaters. I think what Warner Brothers was thinking when they dropped their whole slate was we're basically going to do the Netflix model, which is produce high-end TVs that you can immediately stream. Because what I think everyone realized is like 
streaming is the future. It is here. It is now. Netflix is king, and everyone's trying to dethrone them. I think that's why Disney's whole situation was talking about all the things that they're streaming. Like, let me show you all these shows that we're streaming. I think Disney's still trying to hold on to as much of that theater aspect as possible. I don't personally think the theaters are going to be dead, but they're damn sure going to be forced into some type of evolution. And it's 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 justified. I mean, if I have to sit through another movie with someone with their phone on, I want to lose my shit because these tickets ain't cheap. This popcorn's not cheap, but I enjoy the experience. You know what I mean? Like, there's I, I, nothing do, like- I, I do agree with you on that because there are people who are just not because for me, you the movie theater experience is not going to be the same to certain to other people. Yeah. And, which is respectable. I'm gonna say people got their bad. Like I don't bring any of my kids to the movie theater unless I'm going to see a movie, a kids movie with them. Right. But, but like I would never bring my daughter because she should not own a movie theater. You know what I'm yeah, saying? Maybe, I, maybe some kids in some rated R movies, and I'd be like, "What is this baby doing in here?" Well, there was definitely a baby when I saw um when when I saw John Wick um was it John Wick three? And I was like, "This is a this is a little a little baby that is crying, and it had like a tiny little voice." Uh, I, I just, I'm curious to see how all this plays out. I don't know how, they still have the theater thing. I think pirating is going to be a problem for them, but because they're still releasing in the theaters, a lot of their movies can still get money that way. I don't know. It's such an interesting thing to do because I think what's going to end up happening is I think theaters, I think studios are going to start buying movie theaters. And I think that they're going to try to treat streaming and then theatering at the same time so they can keep as much of that profit as possible because right now a lot of those theaters they're they are they are just dying in the sahara and i think these studios are going to come up right now there's actually a bill in place that says it's illegal for them to do that but that actually expires in 2021 so we'll see if legislation is going to come through and save that if it doesn't you don't think disney has enough clout to buy a movie theater i mean netflix already bought a movie theater and that's how they're able to get their films nominated for um, Oscars because your yeah. film has to be shown in the theater for X amount of days. So I can only imagine um, there's going to be like these Disney films that are only going to be shown at Disney theaters, you know, eventually. What? So do you think the DGA gets involved in this? I think or... they, I think they can try to get involved, and I think at the end of the day they're going to make a deal because money talks, and Warner Brothers got a lot of it. You see, so I, I think. I think it's going to be fine because at the end of the day, like the directors can claim art all they want, but none of them are putting up their money. So if if you want to control your project, there's this thing called independent film and you go out there and you make your own project and then you can control it. But when you go through these other channels, like they at the end of the day, they own that. And I think that there will be they're, they're definitely going to strike some type of deal. It's, it's going to happen. There might be a strike. And there, and there might be some tough talk, but at the end of the day, not every director can work for, if you're not going to be working for AT&T or Warner Brothers, like, what are you going to be doing? You know what I mean? Because they own so many. AT&T is ginormous. Yeah, there's that. I... Oh, I, I guess you had a special input. <laughs> y'all cleaned it up. I... <laughs> like, y'all's making like points I didn't even think of. Um, yeah, I, I look forward to seeing where it goes, because I think streaming is definitely and I, I look forward to seeing like even how home TVs change and how furniture is going to change in your home, because you're going to get that movie experience in your house. Mm-hmm. 
even the popcorn you buy is going to be changing. They're going to have blockbuster, well, not blockbuster, like a streaming night style popcorn where you can get the, 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 the big old the big old bucket. I want the big old bucket. If they saw the big bucket of popcorn right now that I could throw in my microwave and watch these movies when they drop, I would do that every Friday. You drop a movie every Friday and another one every Saturday, guess where I'm going to be? I'm going to be on your streaming service, sharing that account with other people. I mean, I, I agree with you. I mean, first, the farmers got to get paid. But second of all, uh, we really got to see the performance of Wonder Woman. Because already, with the announcement of Wonder Woman going to HBO Max, their streaming subscribers have jumped. And I ain't talking about a hop, skip, and a jump. I'm talking about they have jumped. With yeah. the, this is just the Wonder Woman announcement. This ain't talking about the whole 2021 slate. This is the Wonder Woman announcement alone of it coming to HBO Max in uh on, on Christmas Day. So if I that you, huh? I, I tell you this, if if HBO Max can make their streaming service easier to access, there it, it'd be gangbusters. Well you well, see the thing with see the, the thing with that easy access stuff is I think they're trying to prevent people from borrowing other people's accounts. Kind of like how mm-hmm. Netflix like because I mean, let's be real. How many people are borrowing people's Hulu, Netflix? Ooh. I got I got people borrowing my WE account right now. I got people borrowing my Netflix account. There's people that that, that want to borrow the HBO uh, Max gives you gives you it, it gives you three seats, so you can have up to three people. The problem is it's not on Roku, you know. Yeah, and I feel like it, it, I feel like it's hard for the average person who's not Chromecasting or who doesn't have. Um, like a like like a like a PlayStation or something to actually watch HBO Max because it, it like a lot of like a lot of people just, they, they just can't do it. A lot of people all they have is a Roku, you know. So if if your only access to a streaming was Roku, Roku and HBO Max are not getting along. That's a huge part of the market you're leaving a, on, on, on like on the table. The fact that Netflix got in with Comcast and FiO, so you can just go to Channel Eight like eight thirty eight. And you're on Netflix was huge because I remember when you could only access Netflix on like we, you know what I mean? So like being able to access these things, access is what the name of the game is. And once HBO Max, truth be told, HBO Max is my favorite streaming service. I love HBO Max. There's so much to watch on there. There's a lot going on. Oh, the interview yeah. is like a little ganky, but yo, they constantly, constantly have so much going on. It's just hey, a first, big, first reunion. Yo, what's going on? They have everything. Boondocks is coming back. Like, there's so much going on on HBO Max. It's just hard. It's not easy to like to like just get into. Well, with that, gentlemen, I'm gonna have to bid you farewell. Thank you so much for having me on the show. I was gonna say I'm exhausted. I don't think I can do the game in half. (laughs) So we may have to call this an episode and like. We pretty much cleared up all the pop culture movie stuff. So, if you are available tomorrow, we could talk about gaming um, and the video game awards and stuff like that. Hey, hey, Mark, uh, director, I know what you were saying about um, HBO and Roku. I did see an article saying that HBO Max was having a product-related conversation with Roku. So, it might not be too far off. Honestly, if they were smart, like they're if they're dropping their whole catalog, get the Roku game popping. Talk to uh, it's going to be tough for them to talk to Comcast because Comcast is owned by Universal, mm-hmm. 
I mean, not no. Comcast owns Universal, and they're they are competing entities, AT and T mm-hmm. and Comcast. Like they just are. Um, and I don't know if that's the reason why they can't get on Roku. I don't know what the situation is, but when they unlock that, and especially with Netflix jumping up in price, I think Netflix is now going to be fourteen ninety nine soon. Yeah, Netflix um, is on drugs. And yeah, and if, is going up too. And but if they really, got I'm sorry. What you say? I said Disney Plus said they were going up too, but at yeah. least they have stuff. Disney Plus, I'm glad they're adding stuff because their channel's pretty bare. I think I watch their channel the least. I usually only watch it for when Mando comes on, and you know if I want to put something on for my kid. But usually YouTube works way better than Disney Plus does for my little one. You but, know, I, I honestly I do agree with you actually because my daughter watches more Amazon Prime than she does Disney Plus. Yeah, yeah like they need to. I, I thought Disney Plus would work better, but they need to just figure out what's going. Like their interface sucks too. But honestly, I think what would really set HBO Max overboard is if they change the name from HBO Max to like Warner Premium or Warner Media Stream or something that just lets you know it's everything because everyone just thinks if you don't know no better that it's just another version of HBO Go, HBO Now, that's HBO what I yeah, that's what whatever. I it was HBO Max was the toughest name possible. It's dope. It's a dope channel. I love it. I, I, I wasn't on yeah. with it until yeah, I got it. It is solid. Especially that uh, Looney Tunes section. Yo, they even got the little, like, they got, like, the classic anime section. I mean, they don't have... Mm-hmm. Things coming, but you know that the Cartoon Network section is nice. You know they got Adventure Camp Island back. Like they definitely they're gonna bring back the Boondocks with Aaron Magruder, which I think is gonna be just phenomenal. Yeah. Well, I'm gonna end this part here. Um, Please stay tuned for part two because hopefully we will record that tomorrow and it will be up and all that. Uh, So yeah, stay tuned. We will be back. We're bringing nerdgasm to your ears. Welcome to the show. We don't need any gimmicks. You already know. So sit back, relax, and hit the like button. Go and share with your friends and keep the likes coming. Swag on trivia and prompts top five. Either way, it's fun and you're hearing it live. Join with your host, Mr. A and E. Yeah, you know it's the place to be. It's in C. Mary redeemed a fifty thousand dollar cash prize playing Chumba Casino online. I was only playing for fun, so winning was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's favorite free online social casino. You too could have the chance to win life changing cash prizes. Absolutely anybody could be like Mary. Be like Mary. Log on to chumbacasino.com and play for free now. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. Eighteen plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice of the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of the winner.